This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. It is six minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show coming to you from the broadcast plaza and teleport. We thank you for being with us. There's Speedy. There's the real Greg Burgess. There's Helmsy. There's Eddie Van Adler. There's the hash brown hero taking phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG while grinding out a degree in common sense. Common sense now deemed a superpower. Welcome back. Look over there. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for doing the same. Mike and Headland has been standing by about about our, about our Trump update that we just had. Uh, Mike, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How about y'all? About Trump. Yeah, baby, All right, so what, what were you calling about, about what we just talked about, the famous minion costume controversy? <laughs> All right, so if you look at the end of the clip, if you look back and to the left, back and to the left, you'll see the, the minion's head, little girl behind him, moves in and scoops up before the minion moves and then goes to the president to get more candy. She doubles up on the candy. All right, I, I see there's a, there's a Spider-Man that's going to the left, two Spider-Men. <laughs> All right, and uh, let's see. That it falls off. Oh, no, no she catches it off of her, yeah. uh, off the minion's great, head into catch. her back. Oh. Great catch. Oh, that's a great, great catch. Well, you wanted to get the away. It was about her doubling up the candy on the president. She got double presidential candy. Uh-huh. You know, now, did we see her come back around? All right, so I've got two Spider-Men. With the minion. Mm-hmm. All right, right. Let's, let's watch it now come Just up. watch as it slides off. The one with the bag comes back we and don't says, know. hey, I'll catch boom, that. Boom, boom. Oh, nice. Now, miss the mm-hmm. second one. Let's right. see what happens to that bag person. Yes, she did. Yes, oh, she wow. did, Mike. That's a nice mm-hmm. catch right there. And she's as precious as she can be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's got loads of chocolate. We actually have, uh, Milani was asked about it, uh, about what the kid did. Okay, yeah. let's, let's hear it. <clears throat> How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? All right, so a lot of people we've been talking about this, um, and it really, it, it's really a. What a, would Helium Boy say about it? <laughs> how how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? So uh, so anyway, <laughs> sounds like Lord of the Rings. Oh, Lord of the Rings. Uh, but anyway, so uh, oh wow, um, so we're Bub and I were discussing a little topic before we started the big the big part of the show today, and that was a little something we're calling dangerous microphone. Um, oh, yeah, these microphones are dangerous. Yeah, and and we some uh, of the examples we really can't talk about. We really can't. You know. uh, they're extreme. Uh, we don't know w- why it happens, but this show seems to have an uncanny ability. To make predictions that that just all of a sudden happened exactly like what we're saying, almost overnight. And some of it we need to be careful because we're just right. like we're causing things. Yeah. Uh, Bub- Bubba's, you know, <laughs> said the other day about uh, uh, there's going to be politicians at some point that will find a way to tax athletic scholarships, and people started started bombarding me with a, a politician that is proposing that. I'm talking about within 24 hours of oh, you know, saying it. I know. And then yesterday. Uh, this thing, we were, the portal was brought up in college football. We had a long college football discussion yesterday, and I said, well, I'm looking forward to seeing where Joey Gatewood from Auburn is going to play once he gets in the portal, and he went into the portal that same day. Mm-hmm. Jump right in. I mean, guys, what, this, we got dangerous microphones here. <clears throat> dangerous. Be careful. I mean, Be it careful. is dangerous. And uh, the, so it looks like that, uh, that Joey Gatewood is leaving – well, it didn't look like he is leaving Auburn. He's placed himself in the portal. And um, 
Uh, Gus Malzahn said he's just at a point now where he wants to be a starting quarterback and just feel like he feels like he needs to start looking for schools now so he can find the right spot. I respect that. He's a fine young man. Really appreciate everything Joey's done for our program, and everybody in our program will be rooting for him moving forward. Uh, let me let me take that and clarify what that means. Mm-hmm. He wasn't good enough to play here, or we would already be playing him, and uh, losing him is really no big loss. There you go. Uh, so, because because if, if if you look at the situation, let's go back to actually taking people's words and looking at them. At the beginning of the season, when Auburn got uh, a, a very sought after freshman quarterback, Bo Nix, the <clears> word <throat> was said as the season was starting. We actually have two quarterbacks, one A and one B, mm-hmm. little, little A and little B. Right. Well, as the season started, uh, no disrespect. Uh, look, like I say, we, we, we love the, the Knicks family, and we certainly like this young man and the human being that he is, but let's just get real. He is a true freshman, and in the Florida game and the LSU game, he has struggled. And he has struggled at other times. He's had great moments, and he's had struggle, as a true freshman would, would do. So if Joey Gatewood was really one little B, he would have played a lot more than he has played because the the opportunity, the, the scenarios have presented themselves where the one B quarterback would be playing a lot more than one play a game, three plays a game. Uh, you're not going in, stand over here. So what that tells you with just common sense, it's nothing against the Gatewood kid. I, I don't know him at all. I, I, I don't know. So Gatewood was there as a freshman before Bo Nix got there, and he did not get the starting job. He was t- he was said he was one B, which means he's going to play a good bit this year. If our new freshman struggles, the new freshman has struggled, and Gatewood doesn't go in. So that has to tell you that there is something going on with the staff that they do not have confidence in Joey Gatewood, or he'd be playing. Yeah, I mean, they're going to make the best decision to try to win. They're there to win. And, uh, you know, from uh, Joey Gatewood's perspective, he came in highly rate, uh, highly rated and ranked, and he, he's, a, you know, got the physical gifts that you can't teach, uh, size, and he wants to be a starting quarterback. I, I completely understand his, uh, his side of this, too. Oh, I do too. I, I'm, I'm, I don't fault him for that at all, especially if that's that that is available to you. And, and what you've seen with some of these quarterbacks who were backups the last couple of years, and Jalen Hurts and and Fields at Georgia, uh, you know, and the success they've had. That I mean, that has to prime the pump for a lot of these guys that are not starting that thinks, hey, they can play to to move somewhere they can get a shot. Yeah, well, in this one. You're right, but in this situation, both of those scenarios you just talked about, the people playing in front of them are lighting it up, so they know they're not going to get well, in. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying yeah. they're not they're not on the field for whatever reason. For, but yeah. th- in this situation, Gatewood had an opportunity to play at Auburn. They just don't seem to believe in him. Well, that's the coaches are going to make those decisions, right. and we don't. You know, we're not privy to all that. No, and, and what they're doing and their grasp of the offense and. A lot of other things. So right. Yeah. Well, I don't know what the reason is, but I, I don't I, think I, any coach would intentionally not play the best that's, player. And that's my point. Uh, yeah. That, so that's all I'm saying. Right. And that doesn't mean. And, and this is not Gatewood's first season. He was there last year too. So made that point. I, uh, I agree. And, yeah. and at times the offense struggled mightily last year. And he didn't go in. And he didn't go in. So they they obviously just don't think that's the way it should be. And he wants to play somewhere else. I understand that. We've you know as as an athlete at, at some point in time we've all kind of been in that scenario where do you want to stay with a team or try to 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 move up in in position on another team and with a quarterback it's especially tough because 
there's more than one lineman. There's more than one wide receiver. There's more than one running back. But, I mean, if you're not the starting quarterback, you're just, you know, your chances of getting yeah. in are real soon. There's only one QB1. And, and he's a freshman, so you figure it's going to be, uh, you know, an uphill battle for years to come. So, you know, uh, probably a wise move. No, it, it is. For and, both parties. And he may turn out in another system with yeah. another coach at another place that he's everything he was touted to be out of high school. But in this situation, you're right. It, it, it's it's pretty clear that Auburn, unless there was an injury or something to uh, to Bo Nix, they're not going to give Gatewood the shot. They're going to stay with Nix and let him work out his stuff because there's been games and scenarios that if Gatewood truly was a one little B, he'd be he'd have been in the game. And uh, my biggest question: this whole thing has nothing to do with Nix or Gatewood. It is it is why you're a top ten program in the country. Some would argue top five. And you got to rely on two freshmen at that position. Yeah, why is that? Yeah, it, 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 I would, I would, I would have somebody. I'd like somebody to go back in history because you can't take the Cam Newton thing because that was an anomaly. No. Okay, somebody go back through Auburn history. You can't even do it uh, with uh, Nick Marshall. Nick Marshall, that was an anomaly. Yeah, he he came as another position player from right. another school. When was the last time that Auburn recruited a quarterback? Yeah. And developed him into a stud. That's, that's crickets, if y'all are wondering. He came here from high school. He was highly touted, and he, he developed into a fantastic college quarterback. And and with the transfer well, the first portal, one that would come to mind would be Pat Sullivan, <laughs> since he won the high. Hey, yeah, that's, that's hey, that was here's another question. That's, that's, here's another yeah. question you that's can ask now today. That's that's legitimate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of quarterbacks in the portal. Why why is nobody headed this way? Down they made a Auburn. run at uh, Kelly Bryant. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. So I don't know. It's uh, you know, and we're not talking about to I mean, my point. Greg. Yeah, yeah, they've had they've had uh, Nick Marshall and Cam Newton work out, who transferred from somewhere else, and were skill set through the roof, especially yeah. for that kind of offense. But when's the last time they recruited a quarterback that turned out to be a hoss? We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Thirty seconds a pop. We'll take your phone calls. Any topic you want to talk about. That's the beauty of the old phone troll. You're in charge now. You make a comment. You ask a question. You bring information to the table. It is not designed for a meaningless shout-out or a shameless plug. At the end of 30 seconds, the buzzer will sound. Your time on the program will come to a close. Then we'll move to the next caller. Uh, and uh, and whatever um, you know, comment you want to make, uh, you make it quickly. If you get a timeout from Bubba or Helms, we'll expand. But they only have one apiece, so you got to uh, you got to be ready to go. Don't 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 depend on that. Don't let that be the crutch for you. Uh, so let's start with Andy out of Aniston trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone troll. Hello, Andy. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Doing well. Good morning, Rick and Bubba. Hey, hey buddy. I believe uh, the last quarterback I would think that Auburn was able to take and develop out of high school and turn into a uh, competitive quarterback who was the SEC Player of the Year and MVP in 2004 would have been Jason Campbell from Taylorsville, Mississippi. You're probably right. He had a good NFL run. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a but good that's play. Twenty years almost now. So. It has. Mm-hmm. It has. But uh, <laughs> but but that is a fact though. So well, I'm just glad because Bubba thought we had to go back to Pat Sullivan. I, was well, like, I, just, yeah. I went. I went back to a high water mark and <laughs> thought we could work our way <laughs> from there. You know? Reggie Slack. Uh, we go, uh, Bubba. An update. Look at this. It looks like that uh, the governor of Alabama, Kay Ivey, has an update on how oh. she's doing. Oh, good to hear from her. Awesome. Kay, how are you today? Good morning, Richard. Good morning, Bubba. I am doing so good. Um, Richard, it was an honor to see you uh, Sunday morning and to worship with you yes. um, at the the Mountain of Shades yeah, on Sunday I, morning. It was great to see you, too. And you know what? You have a surprising smooth voice. Well, thank you so much. Um, listen, I just wanted y'all all to know uh, I appreciate your prayers. I am doing so much better. And um, one of my doctors is actually part Seminole, and he told me, he said, Miss Kay, you are going to be okay. <laughs> oh, really? oh, wow. So, wow. He, so he's part, he's, he did the, 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 the Seminole chant. Well, nice. we're, we're glad you're doing, yes. doing well, Miss Kay. We real are, really are. Well, I just want to say thank you all to, to my the people in the state of Alabama and everything that you do here, and um, I just appreciate your prayers. Well, you know what? It's our honor, and I hope you get to go over and see Bubba Bowl a little bit Sunday. Well, I might just do that because I'm up to maybe whipping his fanny. (laughs) You are feeling better. Thank you. Thank you, Governor Ivey. Thank you. Y'all have a good day now. Bye-bye. Thank you, Miss King. Always good to hear from Miss King. Good to hear from better than I thought. (laughs) And whooping me and bowling, it wouldn't take a whole lot. Sunny 105 uh, down in Gulf Shores, Alabama. Uh, Chase is standing by. Chase, go ahead, buddy. Hey, guys. So, yeah, the last quarterback that was a stud was Jason Campbell. But after that was the very next year, uh, Brandon Cox. He was the last quarterback that has actually come in as a true freshman, too. And uh, we developed. Because after that, it goes into the Cody Burns and Cam Newton. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, so that's a, a little little history there. I do remember when he did, played. Brandon, great guy. We've met him several times. Did he, uh, did he play any pro football? I don't remember. I don't know. I, I, I can't say one way or the other. I mean, I know he never started, but I don't know if he ended up getting the backup gig. I've noticed a lot of our quarterbacks at uh, our universities, either. not just Auburn, but they, they must study insurance when they're there because a lot <laughs> yes. of them go into insurance. <laughs> they, do. they do. Yeah. Uh, we continue. Uh, Matt and I mean, you Cole. can't insure a car without a quarterback. No, you know no. what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Matt, go ahead. What's up, guys? Hey, you. you? Hey, uh, I, I suffer with a little bit of Tebow syndrome, but I'm going to try to work through it. Uh-oh. Uh, you know how, Rick, you always say that football is the ultimate team sport. Yes. What about golf being the ultimate individual sport? Because you learn skills and mm-hmm. and things like that that's so much uh, more above the team level. It's more about the individual level yeah i mean make maybe helmsy can help you out with some of those lessons well you make it you make a good case i, I don't know that uh, i would even i would put tennis before that because yeah. you're actually going against an opponent and it brings out That's things true. in you true. that that golf doesn't think about this at golf no one's blocking you yeah. no one's outrunning you yeah nobody's outlifting you it's just you versus the ball and the hole in the ground you and in the that, course and that is, it's you in the yeah, course it's crazy it, it, it's a tough sport and there are many lessons to be learned from the game of golf but like, don't start. I think, yeah, but I, but I think tennis <laughs> brings out. 
I think tennis brings out the worst in people because you actually have that opponent across the net. But back to his original you. conversation, though, about which, does it make it the ultimate <clears throat> individual sport, the fact that you're really just battling yourself in the course? I, I not, don't think so, but that's that's yeah, just yeah, that's right. an idiot's opinion sitting over here right, in the yeah. five, six chair. Because I'm I, like you said, there's not even a, there's not even another human opponent. Well, there is, but yeah. you know what I mean. I mean, you are playing. But I think to get the ultimate lessons as an individual, yeah, you you, you need that competition right in your face. Right, because you are playing against other golfers. You're playing but, against but the ball, you, but you don't see them. But there's no, there's but they're no not, challenge. Yeah, they're yeah. not blocking you or hitting it back at you or throwing your ball, talking in the trash woods. to yeah. you, <laughs> looking at you well, funny. Yeah, none you, of that's going. Yeah, play golf Undoubtedly, you haven't played with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I hear his point, and I agree. Yeah. somewhat. Don Indicator, go ahead. Let's do us on the river. Go ahead, Don. Good morning. I was just wondering if Bubba saw the fires dangerously close to the Reagan library. Oh, yes. I did. I did. Did y'all see that? Yes, no, I, I did. Yesterday yeah, they, the I fires were, I mean, just all, and they had, they had people there trying to fight it, but uh, I, I don't know. It's real close. They, there was some really uh, terrible comments about it by some oh, of the of liberals. Oh, of yeah. And uh, I thought, you know, they were, they were basically saying, well, this is God's way of punishing Reagan and conservatives if it burned down. Oh, my God. And I thought, well, you idiot, the whole state of California's on fire. So don't, if you, if you subscribe to that theory, I think you're looking at it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. the wrong sides are getting punished here. Yeah. Yeah. If, you, if, if, that, if that's the way you see Look it. Look at the fire line there. You can see it out the window where Air Force One is. Look, this the, the, fire. the whole state of California yeah. is burning to the yeah, ground. Was, Let's face it. I was yeah. looking. There was an article today talking about they're turning California, and I, and I, and I guess I skimmed over. Oh, here it is. The um, Vic, Victor uh, Davis Hanson says Democrats have turned California into a problem-plagued burning nightmare. Yeah. There was one place, I saw a story yesterday, I don't remember where it was from, where the firefighters actually had to take a break because there was a minor earthquake in the area, and they had to wait for that to calm down. It's I a mean, mess. Uh, the, the thing that gets me with these Santa Ana winds is you see them it's out like there. It's like a blowtorch. And, oh, and, and it's blowing so hard. Oh, I, yeah, mean, yeah. It, it, I mean hard. It, I mean, and, and just moving Screaming. fire. It's like it's a hand taking fire and just spreading it. Yeah. But see, yeah, if, it you, if you have that situation, shouldn't you go overboard on yes. fire breaks and cleaning think. out uh, right away. fuels and right aways and yes. all that? Right but they don't because of their environmental stance and stuff, too. They, I think they could be smarter in this. I'm not saying it would cure it, but I think there's things you could do that would limit it. We come back. Or at ce- least help. Celebrity news. Katy Perry oh, is being hurt. sued. No. Eddie Murphy, Dave Chappelle, other comedians weighing in on something called cancel culture. All that coming up next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past. Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us today. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Lifelock.com is our, is our partner. Uh, and I'm telling you, with with everything that's going on out there uh, involving you know identity theft. Now there is a common assumption about identity theft. Now a lot of people believe it's just credit card fraud, but take it from us, credit card fraud isn't the only form of identity theft out there. Uh, so if all you're doing is monitoring your credit or, or checking your bank statements, you could miss some forms of identity theft uh, that uh, that you're not going to normally see. I mean, your stuff could be for sale on the dark web. And so you, you just want to make sure that you're using the best protection available and the proprietary technology provided by LifeLock and, and Norton Security gives you the best, most comprehensive protection available, certainly 
There's nothing yet developed that can stop all identity theft or to prevent all cybercrime. However, LifeLock provides the protection uh, that gives you your best uh, security, but also something does happen. You're assigned an identity identity restoration specialist in your area who works with you to get it resolved. And we, we've, we've used their service. We sadly have been in that situation, and they do a fantastic job. Uh, so you can rest easy and enjoy you know, the benefits of technology by being secure for all the potential threats. 1-800-LIFELOCK is the number to call. Mention the code Bubba, get 10% off. Go to lifelock.com, enter the code Bubba, also get 10% off. A little celebrity news. Well, we're big rock singers. We got golden fingers. And we love everywhere we go. Sing sing sing. We sing about beauty and we sing about truth. At $10,000 a show. That's right. We take all kind of pills that give us all kind of thrills. But the thrill we've never known. It's the thrill that'll get you when you get your picture on the cover of the Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone. Wanna see my picture on the cover? Wanna buy five copies for my mother? Wanna see my smiling face on the cover of the Rolling Stone? Bubba, this has been an ongoing battle, and we've discussed it a few times on the program. Katy Perry is being sued for $150,000 over an old... Halloween picture when she is dressed as Hillary Clinton in costume. Now, of course, clickbait. You see the headline and you think somehow, <laughs> somehow she's she's at, at odds with Hillary Clinton or the Clintons are mad about something. Well, that, you don't want that. No, you don't. Um, the um, that that is not what the story is about. It's about this this ongoing discussion over if a professional photographer takes a picture of a celebrity. Is it property of the photographer or property of the celebrity? And, you know, this has been going on, you know, yeah. uh, for a long time. Yeah, Rick, and basically, um, and I'm not an expert on this by any stretch, but uh, the, the courts have ruled that a photographer is much like an artist that paints a picture and that they in many times have the rights to that. And then for Katy Perry to use it, even though it's a picture of her, would be a violation of that. Now, I, I don't know. They, they decided that, that photographers were artists versus, I don't know what you would classify them as just uh, having a technical ability to capture an image, but uh, they, they treat them like they paint a picture. And I, for right or wrong, I don't really have a side on this, but it causes some problems sometimes. So she's being sued for $150,000 to Bubba's point. The photographer says, without permission and without compensation, She's been using this picture for two years on her Instagram because uh, it was taken by by him or her at Kate Hudson's Halloween party in 2016, uh, and it keeps showing up on all her social media. And this photographer is saying, you have not paid the agency to obtain the license to use the photo of yourself. Now, again... There's a side of me that goes, if you're taking a picture of me, you ought to have to get the rights from me to use it. Right. But, you know, and I, I've been on both sides of this because I've done a little bit of photography work too. So, yeah. the you know, the the side of it of the, <laughs> or, of the, the artist who took the picture. But I don't know. Think about how this ruling will contradict what the NCAA is trying to do with student athletes, where they have the rights to their image. 
So you're going to have a lawyer come up and go, no, when I take a picture of you, I got the rights to it. That's settled law over here. So you, it's just, I don't know. Some of our laws are bizarre, and I, they're just sometimes not consistent. It doesn't seem like, and I'm not saying right or wrong. It's just they they seem to contradict each other. But like for like uh, right now, I've got my second kid taking senior pictures right now. Right. So you have to hire a photographer, and you go out and you take pictures. Well, if I didn't pay them for those pictures, and I just said I just want to use them, they're of JC or they're of us, but I haven't paid for those pitches because I hired him to take them. Yeah, well, this one. So that's the thing. He he wouldn't <clears throat> give them to you unless you you purchased them. So right. you, you wouldn't have any way of getting them. But you purchase them, and and under some type of agreement, uh, you have the rights to use it. Right. Or, so or I guess they didn't something. have this agreement or something. She got this <clears throat> picture and started using it without paying for it. Yeah, right? and, and and this which one, makes you wonder how she got it. Yeah, this right. one it, it's a little bit different because. <clears throat> you, you, you get into the thing about artists. You're saying my image is worth money to you, and it's mm-hmm. my image that I develop. Right. The pictures of our children are of no value to anyone but us. Mm-hmm. You know they don't. They're not. In, they're not influencers. Mm-hmm. So these celebrities are saying, or athletes, or whatever. Wait, wait a minute. I'm the reason why this picture matters. Not, so, not the guy who not, framed it up. Not, not who framed mm-hmm. it up. Right. Uh, and I'm not saying that's the argument. And here's the problem. Katy Perry, if you remember, we did this story last uh, last month. Though there was an update, you know, she actually lost. Now she didn't have to pay what the artist was was asking for. He was asking for twenty million when she copied um, uh, another artist's Christian rap song, yeah, "Joyful, Joyful yep. Noise." She lost that and had to is forking out two point seven eight million mm-hmm. to that artist. Now the and artist, that was for Dark Horse, right? The, the mm-hmm. artist was asking for twenty million. That dun dun dun. Uh, so dun, the the dun, court ruled twenty million was a little over the top. Uh, no 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 uh, no surprise here. Actually, the attorneys for the artist were asking for twenty million. Right. Uh, right. But he did win that she took his riff and used it without compensation. Right. So some people were saying, you know, is so Katie, she had to pay for that. Yep. Yeah. So will she have to end up paying for this photo too? We don't know. So, uh, but this uh, yeah, th- this is kind of a strange thing. You can see both sides of this, and this this goes to a lot of things, like uh, in in our business, in r- the radio business, where radio stations play music and they have to pay the artist for the right to do that. But if the radio stations didn't play the music, nobody would hear the artist, nobody would care. Well, in, and, the, in and, the past, now like, now right. they can, but in the past, one hundred percent right, right, yeah. and and that you know that was decided in favor of the artist. Right. So radio stations pay money. For the royalties and the rights to to broadcast their music. Well, I I, I don't think that you and I and we wondered when this was going to happen, and it's starting to happen in other celebrity news. Um, Eddie Murphy, Dave Chappelle, and other comedians, which we knew this was coming, they're now weighing in on what they're calling the new culture of cancel. I want to cancel you. I want to ruin you. I, I boycott. Want to, I want to boycott you. The end of your product. Uh, over things like things you put on social media at any point in your life, and these uh, comedians are, are now sounding off. In, 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 the, in, in this article, says in very blunt terms about it, uh, and the, what they call the cancel culture is what Bubba talked about to describe holding public figures responsible, usually via social media, for problematic comments and behaviors. People threaten to cancel or boycott people or companies in light of behaviors they deem objectionable. And uh, now comedians are are going. You know, can you really have comedy in this kind of environment? Uh, and uh, and of course, Chappelle, uh, as Bubba was telling me off earlier, said, "Look, political correctness it has its place, uh, but but we all want to live in a polite society. But we 
we kind of have to work on the levels of coming to an agreement of what, what, what that actually does look like. And he was being given the Mark Twain Prize for American humor um, this past Sunday. He said, I personally am not afraid of other people's freedom of expression. I don't use it as a weapon. It just makes me feel better, and I'm sorry if I hurt anybody, yada, yada, uh, you know, every, everything I'm supposed to say. However, he's saying, whatever happened to just freedom of expression? Yeah, well, he's saying, you know, we got we got political correctness on one hand. We have the First Amendment and freedom of expression on the other. What is the balance? And, uh, you know, sadly, I think it's it's gone toward the political correctness side. Um, Kevin Hart, who we just talked about, uh, survived a terrible car wreck. Remember, he yeah. he was set to host an event, and they canceled him based on some of his comedy bit. Right. Well, they're they're taking his on stage comedy bit and trying to make it like hate crime, you know, hate right. speech, uh, which obviously he was not doing. It was a comedy bit. So, where do you draw that line? And and the bottom line, and we've had comedians come through here that we have on the show tell us all the time. They can't go play college campuses anymore where they used to be loved and adored because any joke they say, there's somebody somewhere that's offended by that and makes a big deal out of it, so they just can't go anymore. Right. Well, and, and it's uh, you heard Chappelle. Somebody uh, said they, they saw his last special, and you know, and even though you know, it certainly has things in it that, that you know, you, you, there's different levels of sensitivity, I, I haven't seen it, but he's making the point in that. He said, look, I, I, I make jokes. I'm trying not to upset some of y'all, but some of y'all just too much comedy gold. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, some of this stuff's become so outlandish, and that's what we do as comedians is we make fun of the outlandish or things yeah. that have just become silly. And uh, and he said, and, and so if I I have to, I can't express myself without you know facing the mob coming to get me with pitchforks and yeah. and torches. Yep. And um, says this is not healthy, not just for entertainment. It's not healthy for a society that's supposed to be free. To express yourself, so uh, interesting, uh, and we've talked about that, and we, you know, like Bubba pointed out, a lot of comedians have said it's um, affecting where they will go to do their stand up, and college campuses are almost a no go anymore. Rick, I, I hate to say this, it has a chilling effect. It does on free speech and comedy and satire. It does. Your phone calls are next. Uh, some of you weighing in on the things we just discussed. Eight six six, we be big. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is nine minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG. The number, South Alabama, checking in. James standing by. James, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you today? Oh, party, party. I hear you. What's on your mind? Go right ahead. Uh, the, in reference to the uh, story about the photograph. Yes. All right. When um, a person goes to a photographer, uh, like you said earlier with your family, you pay for the photograph. If it's, say, a model or an actor or something along those lines, getting a headshot or something, they pay the photographer, and sometimes the photographer will get a percentage of earnings off of that photograph. But a celebrity out in public, because they're a public figure, and if I take that photograph, they don't own any rights to that photograph. So what you're saying is, because I was going to say, you know, this was not a hired gun. Hey, I'm Katy Perry. I want to be, have my picture taken in my Hillary Clinton 
costume. This photographer was at this big, you know, celebrity gala and took a picture of her, and somehow she got a copy of it, and she's using it. And you're saying if you come and snap photos at a public event, the celebrity has no rights to the photo? Correct. Just like, well, what is it, the 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 papers that take those controversial photographs yeah. and yeah. different actors or public figures have tried to sue the paper? Yeah. And, I mean, it's the same concept. The paper's profiting from a photograph that you didn't authorize to be taken. Tabloids. Yeah, but but you're saying they have no no they have no recourse. The That's a- the photographer. Mm-hmm. The photographer owns the photograph. Right. Yeah, that's what okay. I'm asking. Yeah, I just want you to clarify yeah. it because it's, it's a little jumbled. All right. Thank Wait you. Wait a minute. I ain't clear on that. <laughs> right. So what he if it's if what he's saying is accurate, take his toothpick. And, and, and he certainly may know more than, than I know about it. it that, that if you're a celebrity and somebody takes your picture, it's their picture. Yeah, and then Katie can't use it even though she locked it. I mean, surely there was another picture mm-hmm. that someone took who would let her use it, or you know, some of her people. Is she about to lose lawsuit number two now? <laughs> uh, to Brad yeah. in Savannah, Georgia. Brad, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Hey, buddy. Hey, guys. Hey, listen, I was just listening yesterday to a radio show uh, here in Savannah, and uh, what they said was, you know, these uh, celebrities, influencers, uh, social media influencers, uh, they were talking about a model that, that there was a picture taken of her, and there was a Coke in the background. wasn't even advertising the Coke, and Coca-Cola gave that model – like $150,000 for that one photo. And I guess my point is, is that, you know, yeah, if she did it one time, you know, uh, Katy Perry took posted it one time, maybe not a big deal, but since she keeps posting it, then maybe he should get it. If they get $130,000, $140,000 for, you know, pimping out products or whatever, call it what you may, then maybe he should deserve some, and that's all I wanted to say. I was thinking about that. Okay, yeah, I I, I understand both sides of it. I just it's such an odd thing to think that <laughs> no. you, you put something on Instagram and someone says, "Hey, you owe me one hundred fifty thousand dollars for yeah. that." I just yeah. uh, to uh, but but it's it's a different world of influence, no doubt. Steve in Missouri, Steve, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Oh, I'm great. Uh, I would like to thank y'all for what you do, y'all do for Liz Rice, and I would like to mention. Uh, that uh, if you know if you're right making a TV show, put it on History Channel. You got to uh, you got to get uh, everybody's signature uh, before you bu- put them on TV because you're gonna make money off of them. Uh, it's kind of the same way. Like I think this photographer ought to get Taylor Swift's uh, photograph where he puts it on Getty stock image, or you know he wants to sell it for you know for money on on the internet. But to put it in like a newspaper or tabloids, the, the they get away because it's public. Okay, not not Taylor Swift. It's Katy Perry. But um, okay, I, I'm not sure what you said, but I did. I am I having a mini stroke? <laughs> no, I, I'm not well, understanding. I don't have opposition to it because I didn't fully understand. It. I wish I could turn back time. <laughs> you know, what I mean? it's uh, and, it, it, so it's not just me. No, no. I didn't even understand. Yeah, I, didn't get it. I didn't even understand. I thought what, I had one too many corn candy just. There. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know why they call it corn candy? Though. Right, it looks like ears of corn. Yeah, Actually, they call it candy corn. Little corn. Right. Candy yeah, corn. Whatever's candy yeah. corn. You wouldn't believe when you know when our intern didn't know why it was called yeah. corn candy. Candy corn. Candy corn. Oh yeah. He because he was like, look, it's shaped like a kernel of corn. Oh, yeah. I said, I've got something on to tell you about the candy can. You ain't going to believe it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sit down for this one. <laughs> you might want to sit down. So uh, let's go to James. And but go- y'all didn't understand what that guy was talking about. No. Greg, I didn't even understand what he thanked us for. 
Uh, I, I stand I, I for Christ. Closed my eyes. Says? Yes. Okay. Well, I actually you, closed thank my you, eyes and, and and allowed myself to leave the room. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's bro. one of those I wouldn't when, have been here. Finished, when they're finished, you just go, "All right, then," and just move on. Yeah. There are, are you th- saying I, you went to a safe place, Speedy? I did. There are. Right, you're then. right, Greg. There are things that we call that's an I then is what that is. I then. Next, James in Gunnersville. James, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? James. Doing great. The hits keep coming. James, go ahead, buddy. I'm sorry, I was on the wrong line. It, 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 it did. Fa- no, it did well. Not did Phantom Power. It did Phantom Power. Answered it only on my behalf. Uh, all right, James, go ahead. Uh, what I wanted to call about because I heard y'all talking about uh, Dave Chappelle. Was it the Mark Twain Award? He won. He won a yes. Mark Twain uh, humor award. Yes, humor award. Okay. Well, I, you know, y'all were talking about how a lot of people are, you know, comedians nowadays. They they're afraid to, you know, because they feel like their speech is being suppressed, but. What I've noticed, most of the people that are complaining about their speech being suppressed is the ones who are on the rougher side of humor, the ones, you know, like Dave Chappelle, who most of the time you can't even watch their comedy show because they, they cuss so much or their humor is so filthy that you can't really watch it. Most of them are the ones that are complaining. I mean, I think everybody should be able to have free speech all the way across the board and be able to express yourself, but I, I don't see any of the clean Comedians are really complaining that they can't express themselves. So. By, by the way, I don't know if you've ever been asked to do an impression of Bill Clinton, but I, I tell you what, I think you could do it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, you got that good little rasp. Oh, what is the redneck version of Bill Clinton? Yeah. Well, I understand <laughs> what you you're. Laugh. I understand what you're saying, but but the problem is the same people that get upset with the, the what we would consider the filthy kind of humor that maybe certainly would not be anything that, that we'd be drawn to. But what it is true though that people are getting attacked. For having any comment clean or filthy, uh, making fun of anything that is deemed right now that you can't go there. Yeah, and, protected status. And yeah. and as you just said, if you start trying to say, well, I only want people that I, I don't like to not be able to talk. Well, you can't have it that way because then you're going to have people, which this does happen, and it is happening at a, happening at a rapid rate. If you're a person of faith, what's happening is this road that Chappelle and and Murphy and them are complaining about that doesn't really affect you or me, what does affect us, if you're a person of faith, is when you say, well, according to Scripture, uh, certain types of lifestyle are not approved by God. Well, then, hey, now, wait a minute. You know, and then somebody says, well, you said something to mean about somebody uh, because of your religious convictions, and, and you can't you, you can't say that anymore. you got to be real careful when you start tampering with free expression. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. We're going to get you six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport 25 years strong. The Rick and Bubba Show, 25 years of making a living off low expectations. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here for this hour. Uh, We have uh, Hash Brown Hero, our Rick and Bubba intern, Rick and Bubba University, earning a degree in common sense. Common sense now deemed a superpower. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Buzzy. There he is. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for being here now 25-plus years. Thank you very much. All right. We've had some big announcements coming up lately involving Eddie Van Adler. He's announced that he and his wife are expecting their first child. He's He's been profiled on the, the podcast, Rick and Bubba University. And... Um, 
TV producer, providing all that you get to enjoy on our YouTube channel. There he is, Eddie Van Adler. And uh, Bubby, you were saying that he uh, he's seen a movie that I think you're interested in. Is yeah, we were we were talking about it uh, in the kitchen, and it, it's really one of those historical things that that you need to know because it kind of how our country formed. And uh, Adler, you were telling me about. It. I really want to see this. Yeah, I saw the current war, which uh, is about Thomas Edison versus George Westinghouse and AC versus DC. Not the band ACDC. You ain't got Tesla in this. <laughs> well, Tesla, he's the third wheel. Honestly, if we have to be, if we have right. to be real, does he make his way? Kind of awkward, Tesla. Hey. Okay, <laughs> does he make his way in the movie at all? He is. Okay, he, Tesla oh, is in the movie. As far as AC, Nikolai, he was the man. Oh, AC he wanted to go wireless. Yeah, yeah. He, he thought we could do it wireless. Go ahead, ahead of his time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but one as far as AC voltage, he was the guy that. In one point, Greg, calm down. We know you work for Greg. Did you see the movie? Did you see the movie, Greg? I like the band Tesla, and I want the man to get credit. I like ACDC, Greg. That's true. I heard that. Go ahead. (laughs) Sadly, can't play the bread music anymore. Right. I know. YouTube jail. Greg, did you see them? Do you want to talk? I've seen it. Go ahead. We may have an issue with the way they're depicting Tesla in this is the only issue. Tesla. That's all we're saying. Raise your hand in the room if you're protective of Nikola Tesla. <laughs> I, I'm rooting. I was rooting right. for him the whole time, but in the movie itself, <laughs> I'm they a Mark County guy. I know. They this did this kinda, is where we divide. They mm-hmm. did kind of have Tesla as this kind of just like weird. He's a, he's a strange. He was weird. They ke- he, kept, oh, he was a bird. He, Way ahead of his time, though. He keeps trying to get funding from people, and they're like, well, do you have a working model? And he's like, it's in my head. And yeah, they're that like, was well, that buddy, that's Can, can I ask work. you this? There was, a, there was a movie about him. And and he had a like he, he had set up in some house way up on the hill and nobody could get up there and some guy went snooping around through the fog looking through the window. Do you remember that movie? I cannot think of yes. the name of it. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. It had something to do with uh the guy was an illusionist. Yes. Yes, yes. yes. And, yes. He, and he Help finds me. Tesla out there working on what he's working on. Yes. Yes. Is Batman and in they it? think that Tesla kinda helped him pull off this this illusion he was trying to pull off. It was like the greatest. What was trick that movie called? It was a fantastic. I don't movie. know how to Google that. And um, I remember him looking in the window. And he saw yes, the, yes. the the you know the light. I saw that same movie from pole to pole. And, yeah, I, yeah. and I enjoyed that and, movie. And I, I want to see it again, but I can't remember the name. I of was it. cautious to bring that Help movie up because I thought I was alone. Hold you know what I mean? Right. I didn't want to bring it up. Okay. Well, uh, uh, the guy that uh, Edward Norton is in it. Yes. Okay. Yes. Edward the Norton. Illusion. Yes. The illusionist. The illusionist. The illusionist. Got it. Is that the name of it? Yeah. Is that the name yeah. of it? The Illusionist. The Illusionist. That's <laughs> that movie. But that's not the movie we're act- right. currently we're talking, talking about. Yes. What we're doing oh, in, Rick, in true Rick and Bubba fashion, we're talking about any movie that has any of these people right. in it. Okay. Right. But now- so, Spider-Man is in the current war. Tom Holland is in it. And then uh, the bad guy from Batman versus Superman, Zod. He's George Westinghouse. All of a sudden, we got Zod as uh, Westinghouse in this movie. Yeah, could not watch that movie. Cannot accept two superheroes fighting each other. I'm not into that. Well, they're they don't they don't like fight. They're not in their. Costume. I don't want to see. Here you that go. Movie. Get on another movie. <laughs> so, Who's playing J.P. Morgan? I'm confused. J.P. Morgan is in it. Oh, well, he financed it all. Right. right look right, at right. you. Oh, I, look, I'm all in on this. I did not know that. Oh yeah. Okay. The men who built America. Oh, lines great oh, All this up. Uh, Rockefeller, great. Vanderbilt. Yeah, it is. But, all of them. Those are interesting stories. Stories. Can we all of them? So we're Very talking about every movie except this one. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> you know, I saw a documentary on Tesla. Let me tell you about. He's got a toothpick. He's got toothpick in his mouth. Watch out. Uh, uh, Somebody Gen- take that toothpick now. <laughs> General Zod was also in that movie where the army guys ride horses. The most recent one, they're on horses. Yeah. Twelve strong. Oh, Twelve strong. Twelve strong. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did y'all see that movie? Got to be exaggerated. Got to be exaggerated. 
Danny Good movie. Oh, Got a statue about it. Mm-hmm. Completely made up. Go ahead. Okay. He's also in so, uh, Chain Reaction with Keanu Reeves back that, in the 80s. I love that That's movie. a good <laughs> movie. We're talking about science movies. I love that. We're talking about science movies. Oh, he discovers right. cold fusion. Hey, that's right. At the University Wait of Chicago, which was in a story this morning. Which brings uh-huh. us back to ha! the World's Fair that they're competing for in the current war, the movie that we are actually and talking about. we're back. It's full circle, ladies and gentlemen. Not and everybody can do that. <laughs> Wait a minute. I get it. Current. Yep. Not yeah. Not current. Yeah. Yeah. It's, current. Ah. It's, it's current like voltage and amperage. So how do you flip that toothpick in your mouth like that? I'm that's good, amazing. Huh? It that doesn't hit the top of your mouth? Yeah. Good night. Yeah. Wow, Greg, that's it's a talent. Right it but but it is the history of the big debate how we're going to power the modern world. AC, is it going to be alternating current or direct current? And mm-hmm. is alternating current. Hairstyle. And, and, and they is, made Greg? they made the right choice they because did, DC would not have did worked. They? Nah. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, unlike, generate... unlike Beta and VCR oh, or no, VHS, there are uh, right. Beta was the superior. You've always taught me that. I'm just yeah. quick quoting you. The the marketing for VHS was better than Beta, mm-hmm. and they they went out. Now we're on. Sony made sure it didn't happen. I'm just saying. Bubba said we made the right call on this one, so it is re- it is relevant. because oh, he said we made the wrong call in the past on something. Still hadn't talked about the movie. You know what I heard that as far as the format that wins out in all those format new iterations, you know, VHS to beta to DVD to Blu-ray is the adult film industry like kind of makes and there it is. Yeah. Honestly, all of us knew well, that we just weren't going to say it. Did you guys know that? Sure, we did. That's yeah. how VHS won that battle. Yeah. Okay. Is that what y'all were alluding to? My bad. I, I just wasn't going to talk about that. <laughs> Sorry, <gang. laughs> Thank you Sorry, for bringing. It. I wasn't bringing up that part, but no. what I was saying, the commercial TV stations. Their equipment was all beta format, but the home market went with VHS, and it was just a better marketing campaign. The so Prestige can, is can, the movie we were talking about, the not the Illusionist. Hey, it was the Prestige, not the Illusionist. Yeah. Yeah. Our bad, it. everybody. All right, we're just Those ta- movies we're just are similar. Here. That's Those why the phones are, are lighting up right now, Those and our movies, email is people being are screaming at Those us. movies are similar. Speaking of, of shocking facts, <laughs> Thomas Edison did not in, invent the light bulb. And there oh. it is. Bubba, oh, and what say go. you? I, I you know, Edward Norton was good in Primal who? Fear. He, he was good. I, like I bought that it. Movie. I bought it the whole way. I like that. That was the first movie yeah. I ever saw him in. Did you buy him the yeah. whole way? Did oh you? yeah, food me I, right up to the end. I bought yeah. the whole thing. He yeah. plays a great white supremacist too. I mean, he I really he plays a great white supremacist. Yeah. So Almost shockingly good. So who invented the incandescent light bulb? <laughs> okay, so it's some like uh, some poor. Uh, I think he was Hungarian some immigrant. What? Poor. Some okay. poor. It did sound like the other thing. Like some immigrant. Uh, comes to, comes to Edison. Edison's like, I'm not going to buy that patent for you. He waits for the guy to die, then buys the patent for super cheap oh, from yeah. the guy's impoverished uh, widow. That's mm-hmm. how Edison got the light bulb. Granted, his company did improve it, and they did make it so the filament lasted more than ten seconds at a time. That kind yeah. of thing. Well, that's a big but, deal. But they the, developed it. He, he imp- the Edison company improved the light bulb. He oh, didn't did invent you know, the light bulb. Did you know that our modern incandescent light bulb is not a lot different Here we than, go. than what Edison came up with? And since, even though our economy and our country has grown, our power consumption is less because we have gone to LED lights on so many things now. And and that was that was I mean we haven't changed that light bulb until just recently when we went LED. By the way, y'all know that uh, my my Christmas lights that have become infamous here. Mm-hmm. I've moved them to LED this year. Yeah, well, it's going to oh, be a different world with that. Buddy. They, hey, they, Bernie they, Sanders, saving the planet. Hey, we're LED in here too. We're so green, you guys. This we great. are green. <laughs> well, green you know. Man. 
How dare you? Know why, you, know why, you know why we went to it? Because it's a better product. Man, not because really? we're saving the planet. It's That's less. Right. No, look. Oh. It, it, it doesn't said this, give off the heat, and we don't have to climb up there and replace it I've said it this about time. your goofy windmills and your solar panels and your electric cars. If they become better and more efficient, then so be it. If it's a better product, but it's yeah. not to save the planet. Have we, have uh, well, we I, I, I misunderstood then why we did LEDs in the studio, guys. Yeah, I was under the wrong impression. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, man. So, uh, so the, but, is there anything else to say before I go to the break? Have we, co- have we covered about <laughs> have 15 Have we talked about that movie? The we Battle covered of it. Technology. I, think, I think we covered it. Did you like it? Was it any good? Okay, here's what I struggled with. I'm stopping. S- sitting in the theater. No, it, well, it, I'm sitting in the theater. I mean, I'm enjoying this movie, and I'm like, is this a good movie or am I old now? Because I like movies like this, oh, it was wow. a it was a there was a struggle in my mind. There was a time when you were you, you were so when you were so hip and on the edge, nobody could could even. Uh, I was you, like, am I old? Well, let me ask you yeah. a question though. Yeah. Were you a cool dad? I was a cool dad in was, the theater. Was anybody else in there? There was. Uh, I actually went with my father-in-law. So us, you two, us two old guys. Oh. It was great. It was awesome. You couldn't believe you were watching a movie with no nudity in it. <laughs> Hey, uh, that's not that's not true at all, Greg. So it has nudity. Pick, pick. No, it doesn't have nudity get in it, Greg. Somebody get the toothpick. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch's uh, uh, accent was not great, by the way. Not great accent. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. This is Jack Nicholson. Guess what? You're listening to the two sexiest fat men in radio, Rick and Bubba. I myself call them Richard and Bubsy, but that's another story. Who's the one that makes it happen? 22 minutes past the hour. Maybe. Who's the one always on your mind? Tesla brings us back. Not that Tesla. <laughs> the Tesla. He was a good singer, too. Yeah, he was. I, I don't know what we just talked about last segment, but I enjoyed it thoroughly. <laughs> it was his little little information. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, when we took the illusionist and made it the prestige and made them interchangeable, the audience went crazy. I've, by the way, I've seen both movies, and they, you could easily confuse them. And Edward Norton's yeah, in both of them, right? You can, I don't know about that. Greg, you make that <laughs> up. Greg, Greg will you, look, get, would you please Guys, stop? it's almost like you have somebody with a weapon approach carefully. Uh, somebody get that toothpick. All right, so yeah, the there Greg he is. He's in it. Is I'm he in both of them? Okay, Greg, Ooh. calm down. Look at but me. anyway, I saw you and Greg unpacking AC and DC in the in the kitchen, and yeah. and you've yeah. yeah. They and, made the right choice for right. for what we're doing with it, right? Till we get cold yep. fusion. He's the illusionist, also. Okay, so they're both. So y'all can eat. Was he? In, he was in. But that doesn't make sense. Why would he be in both that, of them? Those those movies are too similar. He shouldn't be in both. I don't think they he's even, in the Prestige. They, he's in the uh, Illusionist. Rick, they even look alike. Maybe that's, you know the, that's how it. they're kind of dark. He's not looking. He's not same in movie the Prestige. To me. Yeah. So he's, not the, he's not in the. He's, ever he's not in the, the okay. Prestige. Okay, at calm all. down. Get the toothpick out and put it. up. But he was great in Primal Fear. Hmm. First time I ever saw. I think it was his first movie. Well, Greg, why was Primal Fear? Do you like that's the best? Greg, right at the end of the movie where he's oh when he flops on you. Oh, that's so good. Oh, boy. And you, you feel, feel like a total her, idiot. Hey, tell, tell her I'm sorry about her neck. Oh, uh, like, that, yeah. How do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was awesome. See, so this shouldn't be happening. All right, so uh, all right, to, to Jim, there, there's the two movies. The Prestige. The Prestige, I think. Hugh Jackman's in it. Is the one, right. is the one right. where he ends up with Tesla. And Christian Bale. Out, out in that foggy place. Now, which is it? Is it him or Batman that goes up Ours in the is, fog to look in the window? And the illusionist, 
I, one of those two ends up in a foggy place with Tesla. I don't know which movie now. <laughs> so, uh, because I've seen both of them. Now, into, I'm going to have to go home and watch both of them. Jim. To get it figured out. Jim in Athens. Welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you guys? Fantastic. Love it. Uh, about three and a half years ago, we built a house. And our builder, of course, put uh, incandescent bulbs in. But we bought certain fixtures that went in our closets that were big old LED lights. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And on the, on, the, on the box, it said it will last 15 years if burned three to four hours a day. I was 60 at the time. I figured 15 <laughs> to 20 minutes a day, 15 years. I'm good. I'll never have to change them again. So That's funny. You know, <laughs> they'll last the rest of my life. I hate to be morbid about that. They didn't morbid you know. about that. I mean, that's just numbers. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'll tell you this. I put my outside my garage. I got three lights, and they were a threat to blow. I mean, because we'll leave them on, forget they're on. I've put LEDs in it, and I don't remember how long ago, mm-hmm. and I haven't touched. You better knock. And on it's some. been a while. No, I'm ready for them to blow. I'm prepared. Yeah, I, you know, because they, they're way longer than I ever thought they would last. Th- those numbers are based on predictions, based on the chemicals and the products they're using. I mean, they they didn't test them for fifteen years. I don't before need mine they went last to fifteen years. That's okay. But yeah, but, I'm saying but they last. They for while. a hard to get to bulb, man, I love. Oh yeah, because you no just, question. They're yeah. better than them at the blind sale. They, yeah, oh yeah, my gosh, Hamels, you're <laughs> the closest to the toothpick. <laughs> that had the <laughs> that had the extra. You, is there any way you could get you just pull on? They had the extra filament in it, and they were made for 130 <laughs> votes, so they yeah. they lasted longer. Yeah, back. Do you remember those? Yeah. Can, can I tell you what? I, I have we to say order this. them on the phone. For oh, yeah, that kind well, of. Let's, and let's admit this, and you and I have talked about it, and maybe you probably don't want me to go live with it, but I'm going to because I'm nearest to But But, they, hey, hey, they were a pushy bunch. They oh, were it's hard to turn them down. Right? It was a hard sale. They were yeah, pushy. Hard sale. They had this one woman that I think got all of us. She was she would she would get mad if you told you, you better, you wanted any bulbs. You better buy some bulbs. I, I bought they were, bulbs. They were pricey. I bought bulbs from her because I was did, afraid she would get out. They, she would get me. Did they transition to LEDs and stuff? I now? hope so. Oh, I don't know. I hadn't heard from them in years. The, the amount of light we get for the amount of current in the LED <laughs> light versus what we were losing, and you know, a lot of that is heat mm-hmm. coming off of incandescent. Careful. Bulb. Well, wow. we we had our with our Griswold. We Christmas, turned that into light. Our Griswold Christmas lights, the company that does that. I was talking with them, and they have been talking to me for the last couple of years. Going, Mister Burgess, you, we must shift to LED. Right now, that's right. going. It's going to be one time hit when we right. shift, and then finally, what happened was under the old lights, because of our Griswold deal, it required multiple groups of lights plugged in in different places all around the house. Right, and then it would rain. And would rain, different areas would go out, and they'd have to come back out and have to reset. And they finally said, you know how much you hate when you come home and, like, three-quarters of your lights are on, one-quarter's off, 30%'s on, 70%'s off. This, this, this never get them all on at the same time because weather's unpredictable? Mm-hmm. I said, yes. They said, if we make this move, that's over. Mm-hmm. We, you'll literally only have, you like, one, one yep. place, maybe two, they're plugged in and we're done. Right. So that was the selling point. Now it hurt. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, was, oh, it, yeah. it was a yeah. sting to shift. Sure, sure. But uh, but long haul. Of course, all I could think about was the composite deck when I was making this decision. <laughs> I, know. I know. And um, you know, let's not say they're forever. Let's just say they're better. Yeah, I'm That's good it, with better, saying that. Better. better. And I've noticed. Better. I've noticed inside the better. world of LEDs, there's LEDs that are better than other. LEDs. Yes, there is. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. absolutely correct. Yeah. There's always issues there. You got to look at which are ones you, are the best. I'm sorry to chat. Are you eating your toothpick? Like a billy goat. All right, Wes. Uh-huh. Wes, Spanish is. Ford is to blame. Wes, is this on you? 
Yeah, I'm the one that came with uh, my nephew who was getting married and uh, left the 3,200 toothpicks or whatever. So I, I'm glad to see they have yeah. money out there. Yeah, Greg, Greg's eating about a thousand of them. I was going for. We're not going to buy another exactly toothpick for, for. It's kind of like these lights for at least yeah. 10 years. Thanks, Wes. That's just on you, buddy. <laughs> Chris and Huntsville listen to us at 100.3 The River. Chris. Hey, guys. I was listening to you about the LED bulbs. Yeah. Um, a few years ago, we changed all of the lights in our house to LED bulbs. Went from incandescent to LED, about 78 light bulbs, I believe it was. Yep. A little over $200. But our electric bill dropped $30 a month. So they paid for themselves in no time. Yeah, right. the LEDs at our house. They probably were more than that. Especially, but. and y'all had the same thing, when our house was built, they really, 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 really fell in love with the indoor floodlights. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I mean, they were, they, they were in love with them. Well, the old the old mm. indoor floodlights well, were pieces of crap, mm-hmm. and I, I spent my whole life changing out bulbs. It seemed yeah. like every day I was changing out a bulb. I know. Now that I've gone all LED, see, but I, re- I rarely like ever have changed one. She Great. didn't like the way the LED looks, and she's going. To, I think if you look at it long enough, you'll forget what the other one looked like. Look, those is well, it incandescent? Get, is that get, the word? Yeah, you can those get them incandescent any color. indoor the, floods are are they terrible? Yeah. What a piece of crap! They it, are. It's all about the color, the temperature of the light. You know, like, you know, having what they call soft, warm versus daylight oh, yeah. and all that stuff. And they're they're different colors. There's things coming down the pipe going to be better than LED. And be careful on whether it's dimmable or not. Oh, no, they don't dim. Well, yeah. most of them do now. Yeah. These in here don't. No, we'll, they, get a, we'll get a... They go to jump. It does. Yeah. Bottom of the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba show. 35 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba Show, thank you for being with us today. We'll get to some more of your phone calls coming up at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Well, guess what I just said a minute ago? My Super Beats powder for the day. Uh-huh. You know what? I love the benefits of, uh, of beets, but I do not like eating beets. And, uh, you know, you, you cannot get me excited by saying, hey, good news, the beets are almost ready. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, it's just not going to happen. Not so, happen. So here's the good news for people like me. Um, you just take the powder, you put it in some water, and then you get the same benefits if you had sat down and ate three whole beets with all the, you know, the support of healthy blood pressure, uh, it, uh, better energy, efficient blood blood flow. And, you know, anytime the blood's flowing the way it's supposed to, the body's better. That's a positive. You know, right? we, don't, we don't want that. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, we want it to be like it ought to be. Do you realize that this particular brand, superbeatsradio.com slash Bubba, has had 11 clinical trials, and it was even given the Science Award by the Nutrition Business Journal. Now, this is some of the reasons why this product, I know there may be competitors out there, but none of them have been clinically researched like superbeachradio.com slash Bubba. I've been using it. I like it. Uh, uh, Also, if you go ahead and order now, we'll give you free shipping, and you'll get some free nitric oxide strips to test your nitric oxide level because, you know, Superbeats helps with that. Uh, That's superbeachradio.com slash Bubba. Also, you can call them at one 800 876 Five two one three. There's also a link for superbeachradio.com slash Bubba uh, at the rickandbubba.com website under sponsors. All right, so I got this text, Bubba, uh, from a friend of mine. He says, if you need dimmable bulbs, LEDs, for the studio, let me know. You may not know, 
Uh, and he told me something else that, that is not important for this. Tell Bubba, this is what I was looking for, there is a new Bluetooth and Wi-Fi chip upgrade coming to the fixtures at the first of the year. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's right up your alley right there, oh, isn't it? Oh, buddy. I'll Bluetooth be able, me. I'll be able to know what's going on with my LEDs. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting an update. Yep. You, you like yep. that a lot, don't you? Hmm? I do. All right, so move forward. One of the things that we uh, we were going to talk about, and I don't know what I did with it now, Uh-oh. but have have you seen the the Epstein? Here it is. Have you seen that Jeffrey Epstein's autopsy? Hmm. Are you ready for this? Well, there was there uh-huh. was some controversy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Controversy. Controversy. Jeffrey Epstein's <laughs> autopsy more consistent with a homicide strangulation versus suicide. Well, I saw where, Great. and that was from somebody the family had hired. Was mm-hmm. that guy that was on HBO all the time? Yep. Yeah, Doctor Baden, Baden, yeah. Baden. Yeah. Doctor Michael Baden. And then or the Baden. original, the original guy who did the autopsy or whatever, then put out pictures and mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, X-rays and all that uh, to try to justify his point. So you have two pathologist guys that do this kind of thing who have a differing opinion well here well keep in mind now bubba the word being used in this story is what you're ta- what we're talking about right now is from an 85 year old medical legend mm-hmm. and now, he, what what does he say which one is he, he, he here's what he says uh this is the, the this is the the doctor that has come out saying it looks more like homicide than suicide in his professional opinion mm. Uh, and that is Dr. Michael. Is it Baden or Baden? It's B-A-D-E. Yeah, he's the one you see on TV right. all the time. He said Though, there's three fractures that are extremely unusual in suicidal hangings and could occur much more commonly in a, in a homicidal strangulation. He said there's not enough information to be conclusive yet, but these three fractures that I see are very, very rare. He worked on the O.J. Simpson the President John F. Kennedy, Martin Luther King, uh, Phil Spector, uh, Aaron Hernandez. He has weighed in on all deaths involving these people in their, in their cases, either them being dead or them being a murderer. I've not seen in 50 years where this has occurred in a suicidal hanging case. Uh-oh. Mm. I don't know. I will say this, uh, Jeffrey <laughs> Epstein had a long and distinguished friend list, mm-hmm. including the royal family, mm-hmm. including powers mm-hmm. in the U.S., the Clintons and Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a lot of high-powered friends that probably had secrets that they really didn't want him to share. And, and I'm, I'm saying this is across the aisle. This yeah. is Democrat, oh, yeah. Republican, liberal, mm-hmm. conservative, uh, powerful people foreign, everywhere, domestic. He was a liability, and I'll use that term for a lot of people. So let's look at some other things that are not up for debate. And, th- and that is fact. Okay, right. now, everything else can be. Well, here's you know, a, we can argue about. Here's some other facts. Okay, here's other facts. First of all, this is a professional who says in 50 years, I've never seen a suicidal hanging. That had these kind of fractures. Only, and this guy has credentials. I yeah, mean, he's, he's only, not some only homicidal. Okay. Yeah. Other facts: the day he was found dead, the prison security had experienced a total breakdown. No, no. It was determined that the two guards were supposed to be working in that area of the prison had allegedly fallen asleep mm-hmm. and had not made their thirty-minute rounds in more than three hours. 
Now, then, then you got to admit, Rick, in a high mm-hmm. in a high security area like he was being held, it's very strange that the guards went missing. Guys, he had already attempted suicide allegedly earlier. Right. Get that. L- listen, I will keep an eye on him. Listen, right? It, it the plot thickens. Then there were security cameras that were supposed to be recording the sale in the hallway outside to see who went in and out. Both apparently had malfunctioned. Mm. Uh, I'm I'm not saying he didn't do it, but boy, there's a lot of coincidence that had to fall into place. Almost impossible. He said, I will just tell you this. This is the doctor again. He said, I certainly am not trying to say that I can make the final word. He said, but I will tell you this. I've had five decades of experience. And Epstein's death is not straightforward. Well, I'm not surprised. Man. Well, think about it. Think this about is all not the things. catching us off. Uh, when he first got in trouble, he got a little slap on the you know mm-hmm. wrist, and, and he goes, well, that all came out. It should have been a lot worse than he got. Mm-hmm. So everybody was good. This time, there was no way out. He was going to start singing like a canary, mm-hmm. and somebody <laughs> shut him up. Well, he just could, saying he could have brought that. And then don't forget. Now, look, if you want to have just have a blast, and let's just really go all in. Everybody said, well, the fact that he's dead, now that, that just means everybody can go raid the island and find all kinds of things. Yeah, but no, I bet the island's already been raided before they got yeah. there. And then what? The people who went into the island, I just hadn't heard a whole lot about it. Yeah. We? we heard some things early. Mm-hmm. And let's Let me see. tell you, if I can pull off this, I can pull off getting that stuff off that island. Well, and, and, think? or Greg, or, mm-hmm. or. Probably already done. Or we know for what we've seen. Look, I don't mean to be disrespectful for those of you that we have great respect for. But just because you're sending in the FBI and the CIA these days, yeah, they they may they may be working. You don't some know, angle too. You don't yep. you don't know what the political agenda is. Mm-mm. I mean, and, sadly, and we now know for a fact. I mean, you that, might have Peter Schmirk Schmark whatever in charge of it. You don't know what he's doing. <laughs> well, we know for a fact <laughs> he may be on the list. We know for a fact that this whole Comey world and has shown us a side of the yeah. FBI that we all wish we'd have never seen. Yeah. Comey Brennan. Clapper, all that bunch, Mm-mm. and and their little world's falling apart right now since the bar investigation has turned criminal. Uh, y- have you noticed how they're running for cover? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's just not. Uh, well, I mean, we sent the FBI in there to that island, yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't mean nothing. Mm-hmm. Sadly, <laughs> you can't trust mm-hmm. anything anymore, mm-hmm. and and that's hey, a shame. Hey guys, there's and, a lot of good people that work mm-hmm. in both of those organizations. <laughs> yeah, who is this? Well, it's not important who he is. Um, Epstein's going to be found dead here pretty soon. Y'all get ready to go to the island and take care of it, if you know what I mean. Hmm. Or if anything happens to him, be ready hmm. to move. If anything happens Why don't to, y'all go tonight? If anything happens to Epstein, <laughs> and let's face it, it could. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go ahead and get that island. Speaking of secret operations, have y'all seen any of the footage that the Pentagon has released mm-hmm. of the raid to get oh, yeah. Baghdadi? I ha- I knew it was coming up, and I was trying to watch it last night, but whatever they, his name, they kept showing me they kept showing me in the corner of the TV that I was about to see it. Yeah, and I just couldn't stay with it. Yeah, the before and after pictures are are wow. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's a complex. There's now complex. No complex. Complex. Exist. No complex. Boy, the military they are good at tearing up stuff. There it is, yeah. right there. Look at that. There it is. What can you see that? Oh, oh look, we're going to help defend it. Oh, really? Okay, <laughs> let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. On the way out, when they level it, it's something. We'll be back. More of the Rick and Bubba Show coming up. We'll take your phone calls next at 866 We Be Big.
Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. Phone troll time. Let's go. A long distance directory assistance. Every quote two on two. Thirty seconds to pop. That means the lines are available. There's plenty of room for you, and uh, you can get in, and then we'll start rolling through them quickly. Uh, 30 seconds a pop, and uh, you'll get your opportunity to make a comment, to ask questions, to bring information to the table. It's not designed for meaningless shout-outs or shameless plugs. At the end of 30 seconds, the buzzer sounds. Your time on the program comes to a close, and we will get to the next caller. We start with Tommy. Out of Rainbow City, where this show began 25 years ago. Huh. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep the phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone, phone trolling. Tro- Tommy, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Monkey grass and green acres. Thank you very much. Go ahead. A uh, quick comment. It was uh, Dr. Michael Bodden was the name you were looking for. Uh, and he had the show on HBO a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, he was the guru, as far as medical examiners go, who he's who they would call if they couldn't figure it out. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, so. so he's kind of a guru on that. And the second part of it, if I can get it in real quick, is it reminded me of uh, Analyze That with Billy Crystal. Yes. Where the uh, the mob guy told Billy Crystal they was a break in his case, and he asked him what the break was, and he said, well, the uh, star witness... Stabbed himself in the back seventeen times and threw himself off a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, yeah. Uh, you 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 receive Bubba's timeouts. Only one remains. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I mentioned the list. I mean, he, he came in to look at the autopsies of the victims during the O.J. Simpson trial, President John F. Kennedy's assassination, Martin Luther King's assassination, Phil Spector, uh, record producer, his his death, uh, Aaron Hernandez and his mm-hmm. attempted suicide, apparent suicide. I'm sorry. In prison, so it's not like this guy hasn't seen a few high-profile cases. Uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to Erica out of Hoover, listening to one hundred four seven WZZK. Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hey guys, Green Acres. Hey, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. <laughs> go ahead. Well, I heard you talking about Epstein, and I am a big podcast fan. I just didn't know if you guys have listened to the mysterious Mister Epstein six part. And it goes into some um, very interesting details about that man. He's, mm. he's a little disturbing. Very disturbing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't heard that podcast, but um, but just what we know, just with the normal reporting, it's uh, he he's he's got some. Oh, uh, Rick, he's, whirly, whirly, whirly he birds. He was a sick, sick puppy. But as uh, Bubba said, and many people, of course, they certainly could change at different times of their life. Uh, throughout Epstein's history, there's a lot of very powerful people with their arm around him are participating in what he was providing. Yeah, well, just just look at his uh, photo album. Oh, yeah, I mean. There's a lot of people on there that wouldn't want uh, anything he had to say to be known too much. Jason and we tumble. I mean, it is true. Yeah. yeah. Jason, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Love your show. Thank um, you. Thank you very much. I know Epstein is uh, gone, but uh, what about the girls? You know, he's got a lot of girls coming forward about him. If somebody else is involved, then maybe the, those girls will come forward, you know? Yeah, yeah well, a yeah. lot of them are, yeah. uh, but but he would be the star witness, no doubt, because he's, he's kind of the, the center of the hub on that. 
Yeah, because the girls can say, you know, we had this experience, we had that experience. But to Bubba's point, Epstein would be the one that would say, here's the person that y'all know that was doing things that were illegal. Here's the person you know that were doing things that were very heinous. Um, you know, he would be able to point to clients, our arrangement, mm-hmm. what they knew, what they didn't know about something being people's age. All these girls yeah. have a piece of the puzzle. He is the guy that yeah, knows the whole picture. Man. Well, and, and when you when you go back to it, think about now. Because now, legal or illegal, uh, old news versus new me, well, the times we're living in now, it doesn't matter when you did it or how you've lived your oh, life. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever did anything that we can nail you on, we will, and we will hold you to that standard today no matter when it was. You know, his – I don't know if it was his girlfriend or his associate or whatever, the lady who was involved in all this too. I bet – hey, she – I bet she's in hiding right now. Oh, yeah. no, you know she is. We continue. Uh, we go to Selena in Union Springs. Selena, go ahead. Good morning, guys. Um, I was just seeing if y'all have heard about the Terminator trailer mm-hmm. coming out. I saw it. I haven't. No, I saw the trailer. It looks like it, it, it's got to be just as bad as Rambo. They don't know when to stop. Yeah, <laughs> they're not quite sure when to give it up, are mm-hmm. they? It, they, we yeah. are we are milking this series to to the point. Is there anything left? I mean, See, is, is there anything left? I've I watched the first one. I really liked it in its time, but I haven't seen the others. How did he go from being the villain? Because I know he has to be right. the hero in the others, right? Yeah. Right? Because yeah. he was yeah. the villain in the right. first. Right. right? Yeah. I've never seen any of the other ones. I, I really I really don't know. Yeah, he he flipped sides, but I can't remember why or if somebody reprogrammed him or what yeah. the deal was. Yeah, he's um, fighting the other Terminators and, now. Yeah, and they're and they're more advanced. He's like the old model. You know, he that, got crushed in that but, smasher in that first one. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it feels like it has that feel of um, what's his name and all the movies where his, his kids keep being grabbed and he has to say, "I'm gonna kill you." Yeah, take him, oh, take, take him. Liam Neeson. Yeah, yeah, it's like how do we every movie? How do we get back to we're fighting Terminators it, again? I know. It's I like mean, it's like you can kill Shadokana. you can kill a Terminator, you can't kill the series. Right. That, yeah. That's the Terminator. Now, I, yeah. I did like the first one. That was a good one. The second one was pretty good. I, I, I didn't see it for some reason. I don't remember. Satakana. Uh, <laughs> Anonymous, welcome to the program. Go ahead. I will hunt you down. Hey, guys. Thanks Get for down. taking my call. Get down. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Close the curtains. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Thank you. Uh, got a quick comment about referees. I've been an assistant coach for a few years in yeah. high school football, and uh, a man – Gave me some great advice one time. He said, I learned a long time ago that all referees have their own rules and they all play by their own rules. You got to adjust to them. Just yeah. gonna yeah. see what y'all think. Oh, yeah. You got it. Well, that, that's it. The ones that are difficult is, oh, it, is that they have a, but it, it's always difficult to get your crosshairs on a moving target. Yeah. It, you're right. If they have their rules and the way they usually call a game, and you certainly can to make those uh, assumptions and, yeah. and, and figure out how it is. Uh, I remember a game one time that I told, uh, the guy I was coaching with, I know this guy's going to frustrate us, mm-hmm. but he cannot wait to throw one of us out of the game. The coach we're coaching against, I think we can make it longer than him if we would just be quiet. Yeah. He will get tossed, and mm-hmm. he did, and he did. You, you uh, know, uh, you know too, like – and we, we've been talking about the World Series with the event that happened the other night, but I think it was the seventh, bottom of the seventh, uh, bottom of the eighth, the Astros were batting last night, and there was a strikeout pitch called – 
on a guy, and he and he just turned around and had, not in a mean way, but he had a conversation with the umpire about it, and then went back to the dugout. And and they showed the overhead shot. That ball wasn't even close to well, the play. Well, to your point, there was an issue last night with Zimmerman where there was a ball that was a strike according to the box, and he questioned it. He turned around and said, is that a strike? The very next pitch, kid you not, was this far outside, and it was called a strike. Yeah. And I thought – That's when they yeah, said it was a four-foot uh, strike zone. Yes, and, that, and I thought, it was <laughs> was that payback for him turning around and talking to him? And it, but was. See, it that's, was. That's the way umpires they're, they're, will do They're human beings. But they the, are. The umpires need to know the box is up there, the replay, the yeah. overhead shot. you got to be right now, guys. you got to. Brad and Hoover. Brad, 30 seconds. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah, hey, guys. Um there's been articles all over the internet lately about global cooling, so it's switch, starting to switch back now. Oh yeah, we talked about that earlier today. I know you probably didn't hear that. We did the updates. No, so oh, yeah, yeah. Now, big story today. We're headed to an ice age again. Yeah, now we're headed back right. to University of Chicago. Credible bunch. Yeah, back back and to NASA also. Yeah, sure. yeah, they they can't say one week it's we're headed to melting ice and flooding waters, and the next week, hey, ice age. Y'all got it. Yeah, y- y'all got to get together. And it's you like know? they don't they act like they didn't switch. Because I I want right. to scream, how yeah. dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Tell him, Bob. I can get it. How dare you? For hope. How dare you? It's coming over here today, buddy. Oh, yes, yeah. it is. We gotta have that one. Top of the hour. And I know there's remixes with people doing songs about it and all that. <laughs> yeah, we know yeah, that. We need to see that. Well, that yeah, you heard the one little P does? It's oh, fantastic. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Radio Revolution. Rick. Six minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, uh, Team Rick and Bubba all here. Taking your phone calls. Hash Brown Hero takes them at 866. We be big. Welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here, and uh, thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. We say thank you to Bluebell Ice Cream, our golden ticket seat guest today. Thank you, Bluebell. Are loving it. Uh, uh, this 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 particular, uh, they've got two flavors for the holidays. The holiday flavors are out, but they were telling us the story of the Christmas cookie flavored ice cream, and let me tell you, America loves it. Mm-hmm. Rick, uh, apparently they, they, we had heard the first time they did this, they, they ran out. And then they came back the next year and did like tenfold. And they kept kept it in the stores all the way to Christmas, but they sold out too. So they're even doing more this year. So yeah. the, the, any of, uh, they have a number of holiday flavors, and they're all available now. The two they brought today, Christmas Cookies, which is, is the walking dog of holiday flavor, flavors, and Peppermint, which is the one Greg seems to love. Mm-hmm. So uh, those two... Uh, are here in the studio today, but no, if you're out uh, looking for a delicious ice cream, that Bluebell does have all their holiday flavors available now. And thank you for ringing them by. Yes, I, I I didn't know Greg, you liked peppermint so much. Not into peppermint. No, really. So you you're the Christmas cookie guy. I'm Christmas cookie crazy. <laughs> you're one of those. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you love that. Bubba like was it. looking it's for it's Christmas cookies and he was shaking <laughs> because how, how did you do? Quinn with Bluebell I brought him just weird. straight up vanilla. Mm-hmm. Because uh, he, yeah, he I knew, just like vanilla, so. and but he wants cookies and cream now. And, and it's not when I told him, I mean, I'm sorry, what Christmas am I saying? Cookies. Christmas, Christmas cookies. cookies. Yeah. When I when I said um, 
when I said that that you actually had it in here, and and after that it would be available. Mm-hmm. He got really excited. So could you hand it over to no, him? I'm sure. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. He, he screamed, "Where the blank is a Christmas cookie?" <laughs> I don't. I don't have the stuff I need to get it. I'll, I'll get. I'll break. get you a spoon. Let me yeah. go get you a spoon. Get out of there. I'm not above grabbing you a spoon. I'm not gonna eat out of that. Eat out of the tub. Oh, eat out of the tub. Because y'all might. Let's get him a bowl. The people start fat shaming him. Just get him a a regular cup. I mean, come on. No fat shaming here. Nobody wants to see the large community eating it right out of the carton. Oh, Oh, there we go. Perfect. Oh, yeah. Adler. That is well done. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't know we had those big old spoons, did you? <laughs> Serving spoons. That's a bit. Where'd you get those? Where's those been at? We could have been <laughs> dipping been... peanut butter with those, baby. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Look, Speedy's got him a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm telling y'all, Bubba. You're already getting speedy, it all over speedy, the counter. Don't, don't waste that. Don't waste I, that. How about this? I don't want to. Uh, Bubba doesn't want any of that. He's lactose intolerant. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, so I'll pay for it later, <laughs> and we, we will make too. A little gassy. I'll work through it best I can. <laughs> How about this? We'll pay a price <laughs> right along with you. He was, <laughs> hey, he was pacing around the kitchen like he needed it for survival. No, where's that cookie? Not Bubba, surely. Not. Where's that cookie? He, you had to know where these spoons. They got have been. you vanilla. Didn't we could have used these for some other things. Oh, we've needed huh? them many times. I know it. I hadn't even seen Bubba eating any. I, th- I don't think he's doing any. <laughs> <laughs> Bub doing a little spoon. Was that an incorrect assumption on my part? Oh, absolutely right, it right. was, yes, Rick. You were, you were way off. He's hammered little, the vanilla. I ate one little cup of vanilla. You know, right. A little serving cup. Yeah. I don't, I'm shocked. Where are these spoons? I haven't I seen have no these idea. Spoons. You know what that is. Somebody, I thought I knew every drawer. Somebody there. brought <laughs> those new. when they brought us food one day, and we didn't, and they we left without them. them. We, we kept yeah. them. That's what that is right there. I'm going to need a little paper towel for this action. Yeah, I saw that happening. Uh, so um, <laughs> I need a little paper towel. <laughs> Look. Rick, <laughs> <laughs> he's got it in Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> Wait, I need a paper towel over here. Okay. So, uh, so the. the <laughs> It does look good. It is. That, oh, you know why it is. You know why Christmas just ain't Christmas without the Christmas cookie. You're right. <laughs> good point, Greg. That's good what point. What, what top two? Hmm? I'm staying away from it. I've had one. <clears throat> okay. Get I had one, I admit. Now, Adler had two, and he's regretting. Yeah, I know. I you know Adler, 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 Greg, I just lied. I had two. <laughs> <laughs> so, Greg is actually more than me at this point. So, it's not the toothpick of truth. <laughs> no, no, no. I thought, why'd you say you ate one? You ate two. <laughs> why'd you say that? I don't know. I found that kid got caught. <laughs> so, so, in other words, you ate the same number that's in your diabetes, type two. Yeah, exactly. The, uh, so, Look, so. But but Adler 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 did. The Adler You're did that deal. Helping, man. Adler did that thing that where he goes. Why did I just do that? He was. T- he said, "Now I haven't had the effects of it yet, but the lightheadedness and the regret." <laughs> he, he said. He said, "But that's coming." So why did I do that to myself? Because it's good. <laughs> it, it, well, look. That's exactly right, because it's good. Yeah. G-O-O-D. There's a reason why they can't keep it on the shelf. That's yeah. right. Christmas cookie flies off the shelf yeah. like 90 going north. Good Christmas just ain't Christmas without the Christmas, Christmas cookie. cookie. <laughs> so, now what's this wedding story you were telling me? What's going on? Well, you know, we, we're always looking for trends in weddings to see yeah, what's oh, going to be. Because once, once they start, everybody's got to Yeah, I hope yeah, we're, we're not, not we, we went from having them indoors. And at a church, so right. now we're outside. Right. You know, don't, forget it's 110 yeah. right. and tornadoes, but don't. I've lived it twice, buddy. We're, yep. we're going outside. Yep. Well, now a bride has revealed that her and her fiance are catching a lot of backlash, Rick, for planning their wedding. Guess when and where they're having it? 5.30 a.m. 
so the bride can walk down the aisle as the sun rises. Oh, no. Well, there's not going to be many people at that one. Oh. Be careful. We, as silly as we think this is, this may no, be our future. You are, what about sunset? The first, time, Let's try it. the first time somebody goes to one and they get this picture That's right exactly here, what they're going to go, oh, my gosh, i got to You can get that. that same picture at sunset. Me and Tommy have to have that. We just have to have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who, who's she marrying? Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> let me let me change this. <laughs> Let, let, let me tell you this. That that's I, you took the words right out of my mouth. Stacy ever, and Tommy forever. Yes, forever, yes. ever, forever, together, <laughs> together forever, together forever. <laughs> and but you're right. The everybody was okay until Tommy. the pictures come out. Because first people here, right. I ain't getting up. We ain't getting no five thirty one. Then all of a sudden, uh, little Susie gets sees the pictures of her of one of her girlfriends from sorority. And wait, it's, and it'll she, be all over Pinterest. And, and, she, then and she got buddy. married. Look mm-hmm. at the sun sunrise. I'm with you. Why does everybody think the sunrise is so great? The sunset looks awesome. It's just as good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to get up and like I'm going hunting to get my tux on for the no, wedding at no. that time of the day. No. Well, it look for what it's yeah. worth, it looks a little more casual. They're on the beach. It doesn't look like they have shoes on. Right. I might make the reception, maybe. Mm. Would you roll out to the beach? <laughs> they if have you scrambled were... eggs and grits. Yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> if you were already there, if you were already there, they put you up in pretty nice setup on the beach. Yeah. Would you get up for the sunrise one day to walk out there and watch them get married? If I had to. I, wouldn't, you... well, I wouldn't like it. No. Like I say, we'd say, let's just do it this afternoon. Straight right. from the party to there. What what are, you, what are you talking about? I mean, bachelorette party straight to <laughs> oh, yeah, just straight going, to the that's wedding. That's a good point. I mean, you don't even go good to sleep. Plan. Yeah, yeah, all nighter. That's right. Big handle for everybody having to get up there. Go on. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't like quick having, change of I don't even like having to be at work <laughs> at, at five thirty. No. <laughs> yeah. Why would I want to be at a wedding at five thirty in the morning? I probably wouldn't. I'd probably no. take a pass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're trying, if you're the bride trying to get fixed up and look good, though, that's I bet that's you know. Golly, yeah, you talking about they got to get way three, two o'clock in the morning. Too. That's that's rough, guys. Ain't nobody gonna look guys, good at that time of day. I'm telling you right now, I just had a sense come over me. I just had a sense come over me. There's an awful lot of children in this room that are yet to be married. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean a bunch of them. Greg, you're safe. Yeah, I got them. You're safe, guys. <clears throat> we could, may have one. We could be in this situation, yeah. and I think we need to be real careful. Kind of hope one of you are, by the way. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Hey, this could happen. Yeah. This could happen. It is pretty pictures. Mm. Mm. Get up. <laughs> How about this? Can we get back, please? Can we please all get back till we're going to be over to church for a five o'clock wedding inside the church? Weather's not going to affect us. Yeah, we ain't got to be at some weird time. Right. And boy, somebody told me the other day if I could just, on behalf of the Protestants, mm-hmm. hey Catholics. No, we got to shorten this down a little bit. Talked to a guy yesterday, said he went to a Catholic wedding an hour and 45 minutes. Oh, my goodness. See, see the Protestants, we get you in and out in 25 minutes. Half hour, if maybe. If it's outside and the weather's bad, faster than that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's uh, – Well, I mean, a lot of standing up, sitting down. A lot going on in there. That's, uh, I mean, it, there's no need to stretch it out that long. That's a long time. That's a long time. Can, a you, can you imagine? And, and it's uh, – this is, I don't feel good about the story that Bubba just did. I, I see it as a coming, coming yeah. title wave. There it yeah. is. There we go. <sighs> Phone calls are standing by. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. If you're thinking about the upcoming holiday season and you're looking for some Rick and Bubba gifts, don't forget our store at rickandbubba.com. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
everybody, this is Keith Urban, and you're listening to Rick and Bubba. It is 21 minutes past the hour. Thanks for being here. Meet me in the middle of the day, let me hear you say everything's okay. Bring me southern kisses from your room. All right, so we have a, an update. Um, we've uh, we've been following this story for a number of years now, and this is uh, this is where football rivalries. It was one of those sobering moments. It's um, a Rick and Bubba news update. It's a Rick and Bubba news, news update. It's a Rick and Bubba news update. It's a Rick and Bubba news update. Bubba, it was a sobering moment when a rival fan went to the campus of the other rival and killed their historic trees. The tree poisoner, Harvey Updike, is in the news again today. Harvey. Uh, Harvey. It's uh, a story that won't go away. Self-admitted that he did it and admitted it was due to the fact that he just had too much Bama in him. <laughs> um, he, he destroyed uh, the Auburn University oak trees, which had been growing for decades, uh, and, and killed them. Where that was where the Auburn fans would celebrate. It's kind of a bizarre setup there now, but um, until the trees get bigger again. But um, so anyway, uh, he has uh, he was found guilty of doing this. You know why? Because he did it. Because uh, he called the radio show right, and admitted to it. Right. Pretty much told everyone. Can I tell you what really hurt his case was the fact that he admitted. It. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> again, uh, too much Bama in him. Well, I mean that's it. He uh, he he has he owes eight hundred thousand dollars in penalties and restitution. That's a lot, by the way. Uh, he did this. He pled guilty in twenty thirteen. Well, that's a lot. Uh, it says he's only paid six thousand nine hundred of the eight hundred thousand owed, and a they, little short. Oh, there. He's now seventy one, and he keeps missing court dates. Well, a, a judge in Auburn uh, wow. or Lee County ordered him back for a hearing due to the fact he was not making payments anymore. And uh, Harvey says that he cannot travel, said he's got a doctor's excuse, saying that he can't uh, he can't do that due to health issues. I don't think the judge was really buying it, um, and he didn't show up for court. So that's that's not good. I believe the check can travel whether Harvey does or not. <laughs> yeah, 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 it, it can. I, I, I just got a feeling uh, – that we're going to have a hard time getting eight hundred thousand dollars out of Mister Updike. Well, Ricky's paid six. What do they want? Right. What do they? What do they want? Uh, I wonder what his monthly payment is. They asked the judge why he keeps ordering him to come to the Lee County uh, courthouse, and he says because he's got too much Auburn in him. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened? To, I guess they didn't investigate the case when he claimed somebody beat him up at the gas no, station. Uh, that didn't go for That it. one really yeah. didn't get you know the total lack of evidence. <laughs> there. It really didn't, so, didn't so, get going. Rick. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Boy, that sums it up right the, there. The Updot saga <laughs> continues. Don't miss that he's put on a fake Letterman jacket, uh, the years on the sh- on the sleeves, like an athlete would of the, the years they won national championships. <laughs> Craig, if that doesn't slay you right there, my I mean, friend. I'm going to tell you something, Rick. I know somebody's family gave him that for Christmas one year. That's the greatest and gift he was ever. lit up. Mm-hmm. Whoever yeah. thought of that idea for Mr. Updock, I got a feeling he ordered it on his own. But, mm-hmm. but yeah. if it was a gift, it was it was a perfect one. Oh, he, could, he brought him to tears. <laughs> and uh, so there you go. There's the update. Still trying to get the money out of Harvey. Did we have up up dike update music at one time? Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right, it's right here. Let's yeah. see what it is. Yeah. It's time for an up dike, up dike update with Dickie. Sports Radio 97.3, the zone. That was a sports <laughs> zone. Oh, okay. That was yeah, a zone. That's when you go, hey, I had it.
and, and you would go. We were there. right in the middle of that. Oh, I forgot about I that. I forgot all about that. Yeah. I've been down here with. Who was that singing? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's daughter. <laughs> but, is that was that you? I remember we asked you to do that. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. Strangely, <laughs> Scottsboro, Alabama, standing by. <laughs> Please play that. Them to kick off. Listening to us on one oh one seven, the storm. Hey, Doug, how you doing, buddy? Very good. Fellas, how y'all doing today? We're fantastic. All right. Earlier this week, uh, you two y'all mentioned how you actually go out and intimidate anybody who was in competition with you when you first first show first off the ground in Rainbow City. Oh, yeah. And I I, I can only imagine you guys out rubbing elbows with John Boyne Billy and Paul Feinbaum. That's how I picture you guys now. Is that not what the case? I'm, I'm, I'm so your phone is breaking up just a little bit. I'm so sorry. So, yeah. So, so try try that again. You you were saying that uh, when we um, when we first started out, you know, we were kind of like the the underdogs going out, and we would we go after the competition, and we would you know we we're would a do all rough cut, a little rough cut, and then mm-hmm. you, and then what did you say right. after that? Well, what, not how I picture you guys now is out rubbing elbows with the likes of John Boy and Billy and Paul Feinbaum. Oh, I see. So we're, so we're not the, we're not the rugged startup guys anymore right. and, and Well, you well, you have all the knowledge both of those as well the Feinbaum show you have all the knowledge uh, available to you. Uh with John Boy and Billy you're just as funny. So I I just uh, put you in the same category. Uh well, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, but I it's think. uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, but it, maybe, but maybe so. But but the uh, you know, it's uh, well, we we don't know John Boy and Billy. I've never met him. We do know Paul. Yeah, yeah. We and, but as far as man, oh, okay. you know, when we were coming up to try to be as successful as John Boy and Billy, that 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 is a that was a lofty goal, yep. and uh, they certainly are one of the success stories of our business. Well, and and we, still, we still well, hope we can get there Well, thanks day. for saying that. I appreciate that. I think Paul's actually coming over to Kip's tonight for the Halloween party. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think so. Yeah. Bring the kids home, see? <laughs> I, I kind of think Paul, in all fairness, and I think <clears> he would agree with me, I think when he chose uh, you know, to leave uh, the local – uh, scene there in Birmingham. That was a big mistake. Yeah, I think it cost him. <laughs> he should have gone to the zone and, uh, and <laughs> had him set up. I know when he looks at himself all over ESPN, just forward and backward, <laughs> he thinks to himself, "I should have gone to the zone." Yeah, you know it. That sweet deal they're offering. Wish I was back rocking six ninety. <laughs> you know. It. So uh, so anyway, yeah. we got a theme going. What? Let's hear what this next caller sounds like. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Tim and tr- let's go to Tim and Trustful. Tim, go ahead. Hey guys, talking about those uh, early weddings. A little better. Went to one two or three years ago that was at three a.m. What in uh, New Orleans? That was Nicholas Cage. That's not the same. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of those are in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> so there was one, and, in- and it's not early. It's actually late from the night before. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> yeah. That was the trouble that me and my wife had. We couldn't decide whether to go to bed early and get up for it or try as hard as we could to stay up that way. Yeah, so you, uh, so there really was one at 3 a.m. all kidding aside? Oh, no, true story. Um, my oh. cousin of mine that got married <laughs> in the casino right there, uh, and her husband did too. All their friends worked in the casino, so the only way they could get all their friends to attend that they really wanted to be there, that introduced them and everything, you had to do it after shift change, after the casino. So there's a gazebo down an alley right past the Harris on in New Orleans, and that's where it was. Okay. And we had a radio set up to play the music, 
but ended up having a street performer walking down through there, see what was going on, played the wedding march on his saxophone. It worked out great. It, uh, our preacher was also the bartender where the reception was held. Oh, my wow. goodness. That, that, is the, that is the ultimate New Orleans experience, if that's where you want to get married, isn't it? It's true, it's a difficult y'all. It's difficult, isn't it? Y'all are awful. We'll be back bottom of the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start Rick. another. Rick and Bubba, We're back. Rick and 35 Bubba. minutes past Baby the hour of the Rick and Bubba brother. show. 866 We Be Big is our number. We'll take your phone calls coming up. Uh, watching the TVs here inside the studio. Uh, the House is saying they are going to vote uh, on the uh, impeachment. Inquiry. So we'll. My goodness. Uh, so, so if they can get everybody on record um, on how they voted, I think that would be important. And Trump has called for that as well. Uh, so we'll we'll give you updates right now. It's the it's the uh, people getting up there going on and on about it. It's their opportunity to grandstand. But we'll get into that here in a few moments. DollarShaveClub.com slash Bubba. Uh, now, when we talk about the company, we cannot stress because a lot of you I know. Uh, that you're you're thinking about, you know, I, I'm sold on the convenience, but am I going to substitute quality for convenience and price? And and look, that's legitimate. I certainly understand the, that. So let me clear that up for you. Uh, we probably need to stress even more, so you know this. The quality is also where you want it. it it's not just that it's more convenient. It's not just that it's less expensive. These products could stand side by side, and then even above the products that are out there that you're, you know, hassling your way to the retail shelf to get then overpaying for it. So dollarshaveclub.com has incredible quality. And if you want to try it out for yourself, you can. Uh, now, we talked a lot about, you know, the shaving products because that's how it started. It's called dollarshaveclub.com slash Bubba. The executive razor, the shave butter, the prep scrub, uh, and do all great shave. Uh, you can get a, you know, a, a starter set. It's called the ultimate shave starter set. Everything you'll need for an amazing shave, only $5. And then you can see for yourself, and then if you love it, which we know you will, then you can start ordering the regular size at the regular price, but it's still a fraction of what you're paying for sometimes inferior products uh, out at the retail store. DollarShaveClub.com slash Bubba, just a better way to get the things that you need to look and smell and feel your best. DollarShaveClub.com slash Bubba or RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. All right, so so we know we got this. They're saying soon House to vote on whether we continue to put try to put together a case to impeach President Trump. So, uh, so they'll at least all will go on record. I don't even think this is the final thing they have to do, no, but it's, it's part of the process. Yeah. But look, I, I don't think anybody should be surprised by this. This has been the plan since election night when he won, and when they got control of the House, you knew it was coming. So have at it, get on with it. Yeah, it was it it was one of those things that. Um, you know, you remember we got the audio clip from Hillary when he won. You cursed brat! Look what you've done. So you knew at that right. point that that there was some anger, and they would be out to 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 try to destroy it. 
<clears throat> and uh, but we'll see how it goes. And if you get everybody on record, then the voters of those people uh, that have a chance to either put them back in or get rid of them will have that information. Well, and it'll set a, a dangerous precedent too that you know you're going to have a return of this. That's how politics works. So. You know, the next the next time a Democrat's in, you got a Republican house, you're going to get a replay of it. All right, so here's a, another story out of New York. New York is considering banning tackle football for children under 12. Uh, and, and you may be surprised that, to me, is not as horrifying as some of the other things that you see. But I do think when I read some of the comments on this, uh, once again, it's always interesting how human beings will find themselves – in a catch-22 that they have created by not truly thinking through things or by being consistent. Because we have New York. you know, We've seen some things in New York uh, that, that really troubled us. And it's interesting to see the parents and the doctors and all the citizens of New York, and they're saying things like this, Bubba, and this is very interesting. <laughs> if we have evidence that shows that these children's brains – and their health is being compromised by being exposed to these kind of conclusions early in their life, then we cannot stand by and allow that to go on. Hmm. You know what? I, I think I would agree with that. But, but, but you know what else I would say? So would you, would they, you think they would go as far as to say if we can prove and see clearly when a child's life begins – then we don't have the right to kill it. Well, again, they Hello? I don't even think they realize what uh, they're saying. Hello? Mm-hmm. Because you hear them saying things like, well, look, if the evidence shows that this this kind of uh, be, you know, exposing them to this before the age of 12, I mean, if we clearly can see that this is mm-hmm. detrimental to their long-term health as far as their brains are concerned, well, how can we? Stand by and not step in. You know what? I'd be happy to take that discussion and, and talk about it concerning people's lives and children all the way around, wouldn't you? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So uh, so look at the whole picture. Well, I doubt they'll do that. Probably not. But um, on the counter, how about this? If we, if we see clearly through science, through sonograms, through partial birth, through birth, and let you lay over there until we decide whether you live or not, if we can see that, <clears throat> and not come to a moral conclusion, we can't let this go on, then let them rip and play football anytime they want to. <laughs> really? You know? So so when are we all of a sudden going to get concerned? Yeah. Uh, but uh, on the counterpoint, we have a person who represent represents Pop Warner Youth Football, and he says when you're making these kind of decisions, he said you <laughs> must also take into account, and we've talked about this before, that we don't play youth football the way we once did. We have made major adjustments on how the drills are done, how the games are carried out, how the practices are done. And he says we have dramatically changed how we play and coach the game so youth football is much safer today than it has ever been. He said if you're going to make this decision, you've got to take all these. We have made adjustments. You know, We've talked about that even with NFL and yeah. with football. Protocol. Look, we've made, we've made adjustments. We can't really do anything about – the way we once did it when we didn't have the information. Right. We really have to say, because what we're trying to do is is to punish people or to change the game based on information that we didn't have when we did things a certain way, and we did adjust once we got the information. So the real test about the current 
model of football is, is it still a problem? Because we've made adjustments. And, um, and we'll see. Now, I will tell you that I'm not a huge fan of youth football for children under 12. But um, I've never been a, a huge fan of it. It's um, there's just there's just too many people that are given a game like this who don't have the level headedness or the what's the word I'm looking for the mindset the wisdom the wisdom to handle it in a in a way because it is a different kind of of sport. It's a much different kind of sport, and uh, and it is not like the other sports because of the contact factor of it. The contact factor, and um, well, and if if you know that you can, I could play either side of this. Yeah. Uh, if the if we're going to give the mother choice, mm-hmm. okay, which we hear a lot about, why doesn't that mother have the choice? Rather, her she mm-hmm. lets her kids play football. I agree. Not. At any age. and the other side, I don't yeah. think it's going to ruin the sport if kids under twelve don't play. They can start playing flag. They can learn the positions. Yeah. They can learn the overall part of it, and then add the contact later. I don't think that's going to kill anybody either. Yeah, I can have a level-headed conversation yeah. that it's because to me one of the biggest issues that you find, and of course this is not going to help because they're talking about twelve and up. To me, where I saw the most problem when all the kids were equal in terms of puberty. You really didn't see that many mismatches. You know, everybody pretty much ran at each other at about the same rate of speed right. because they all – but the problem is when you hit those areas of football where some of the players have gone through puberty and some of them haven't, Yeah, that that's a game changer. Mm-hmm. Now you've got some really big, strong, fast kids running into some kids that haven't got that muscle mass yet, and, and the collisions there can be very uncomfortable. I remember a league that I was part of at one time that was trying to remedy that and it's just funny to watch the things you don't think through. And, of course, you're always going to have coaches that find loopholes. <laughs> and so they were trying to say that if you were a certain size and whatever, there were only certain <clears throat> positions you could play because it would limit the amount of you know collisions and things like that of the mismatches. And these were, this was the age level where puberty range was, was different. Well, of course, what happens? Somebody forgot to look at special teams. So they took this big, strong, fast kid that was, you know, way ahead of everybody, and he would run down on the kickoff and destroy everybody. And um, and everybody was like, oh, we didn't really think that through. But you would hope a coach would not put him on the kickoff team. Yeah, right. But but oh, buddy, no, that's not gonna happen. So um, so anyway, I, I understand the concern, but I'm 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 using this as we're talking about for us to because the way we're talking about these children, it's almost like we care about them. I know. And, I know. Uh, and, 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 and what That's if they make it that far. Right. right. And what we're saying is if we have the information, and boy, that's crucial, isn't it? Yep. Isn't and that's the crucial part of this argument. If we have the information, we can't stand by and continue to do to them what we've done in the past. I, I'll have that conversation. Uh, 15 minutes to the top of the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG-IS the number. Some of you pro-choice people better just let football roll along. You're getting in a, you're backing yourself into a corner here. Uh, we'll take uh, your phone calls next at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll look at any stories you might have missed. We'll say hello to the golden ticket seats. All of that coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. Phone troll music. That means it's time for you to get in here. We got lines available at eight six six. We be big. Let's say hello to the golden ticket seats today. I got a ticket. Hey, I got a ticket. Hey, hey. Morgan Early. Where's Morgan? 
But you were not early today. You were late. Uh, okay. Okay, I got it. It was your fault. It was your fault. All right, Chris Williams, he's here today. Will Will Wells is who ran everybody late. Will's here today. Uh, also, uh, where is Tara, Britton, and Chris Riles? They are here today, and Chris is having a birthday. Happy birthday, buddy. Everybody gets a pound of BuzzBots coffee today, the world's most delicious coffee. Uh, you know what? I, I found out people kept telling me the other day, they said, why are you putting any cream or a sweetener in, in BuzzBots coffee? It, it's not worthy of that. I mean, you need that. You're, you're, you, that it is so, and I, you know what? I'm drinking it black now, and they're right. It does not need any of that. Come on. It doesn't need it. It's, uh, I mean, it's, I'm, I, look, I'm, now look, you go black coffee, it varies wildly. But I'm drinking it right now, just black, just like I like it. Uh, and, and also they get a Rick and Bubba double CD today. Coming soon, the brand-new Rick and Bubba CD, uh, another double CD again this year called 25 Big Ones uh, for the 25th anniversary. <laughs> so like that'll be coming soon. Be, we'll tell you when it's there. Be paying attention for that. Uh, all right, folks. What do you got? <laughs> I had a ticket. Oh, I thought <laughs> you were saying you were going to give out Calitrin. Me too. You know, sometimes when you make it, give me a signal like that, means everybody's getting Calitrin. Well, you know where they are. Everybody's getting Calitrin. Everybody's getting Calitrin. Everybody wants it. Look at you. I got my ticket. It's like a little Santa over there. Eli is joining us out of Op, Alabama. Eli, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Good. How y'all doing today? We're getting after it, buddy. Man, I just got a question for y'all. What y'all... With Joey Gatewood, Gatewood leaving Auburn, what y'all think is going to happen there? Well, you know, it's two is probably going to go pro, uh, and he'll probably end up at Alabama. <laughs> you think so? You think he's going to switch over to Alabama? Absolutely. That's what we're hearing. Rick Burgess. I've heard that. Rick, uh, I don't want to be asked about that all day. That's Rick's <laughs> opinion. I mean, Rick, yeah, I mean, a lot of people. Somebody seriously sent us an email this morning saying he was headed to Alabama A&M, and I, I don't know if that, that was might, might be right a, or not. Might be a great fit so, for him. But, yeah. but you know, the, it goes back. We talked about it earlier, Eli, on the program, and I certainly wish the young man success and, and hope he finds a, a good place and uh, the portal works for him. Yeah. I think one of the things that you see, it's obvious, is that Auburn – uh, for whatever reason, and of course they see him get ready, they see him prepare, they see him, uh, they see they they have no confidence in him uh, because he uh, he did not win the starting job. We were told that they he and uh, Bo Nix were, were were basically equal, and if Nix got in trouble, then Gatewood would come in, or they might both play in a game, but they both are doing great in, and that never has materialized which tells you that they don't have the confidence in him to run the offense because there have been opportunities where a coach would say, i got to go to the backup and see if he can get a hot hand because the starter's struggling, and that has not happened. So that, that has to tell you that as far as Auburn's concerned, in this season they don't think he's ready uh, to have a, uh, an impact. So uh, he may end up somewhere else, and that totally change, and, and he do well, and and, and develop, and he may have a great future ahead of him. I hope I hope so for him. Yeah, several other quarterbacks who were in the backup role did, and they've been very successful. <clears throat> so I think you're going to see more and more of that How everywhere. About, yeah, well, and, and um, you know, let's face it. I mean, you said it earlier, there's only one quarterback. Sometimes yeah. people try. But can any of us really point to a time that there was this big championship, long-lasting run of any team that went with dual quarterbacks? No, I think you have to – everybody has to get on – you know, they get used to the sound of one voice, one cadence, one way of doing things, and it's just tough. So, uh, And if you want to 
you know, lead a team and hopefully go the next level, you've, you've got to get out there somewhere you can start. Well, and like Helmsy said yesterday, and I 100% agree, as a fan of college football, and I can honestly say that I enjoy college football more now than I ever have because I don't, I'm not all that concerned uh, about, you know, dealing with a dad coaching or a kid playing, and I really am enjoying it. And I want to see Jalen Hurts and Tua, and, and I want to see Justin Fields, and I want to see, you know, uh, from play, I, I, I want to see all them play, and I don't want to see any of those four on the bench. Yeah. So I, I like that they all can find places and land, and we can see them all play. But now, but let me make sure I get this right, because we, we talked about this earlier. Because Gatewood had already been redshirted, he will have to sit out a year unless if he, he stays gets, on the same level. Unless, unless he, he wins away. some kind of appeal. Right, yeah, which he's, NC, I'm sure he's the, going for. The with NCAA his can always grant that appeal so right. you can play like If he has a strong guy. enough case with yeah. his lawyer. But if he doesn't have a strong case, him going one double A or or lower, he mm-hmm. he can transfer him. Right, 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 correct. Right. So that's the reason why you may hear some of these things yeah. about mm-hmm. a one double A team may take him, or he may just want to sit out for a year mm-hmm. and play his last two. Yeah, that's yeah. a good option. Maybe yeah. he feels like he's not developed well enough, and this would be good enough. At his good age, way. he's got a lot more options. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Arlen out of Forest, Mississippi. Arlen, how you doing? Yes, fine. Go ahead. All right, you made the comment about these little boys playing the football and the parents need to make a decision to pull them out or whatever, and I do agree with that. The parents need to do that. I had little girls playing basketball with a church, and the church had little boys and girls mixed, and the boys were playing church basketball as if they were going to the state finals and about to hurt some folks. I pulled my girls out of there. They'll never do it again. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Probably the decision to let girls and boys play anything that involves shoving, pushing, and positioning—probably not the best idea. I thought girls and boys were the same. No. Now, are they not? At the young age, where my kids were coming up, we had the co-ed, and I actually had a team one year that the girl was the best player I had. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. But they were—that's before they—they went through puberty. I got to admit. Yeah. And and love Arlen and thank him for listening. That wasn't exactly what we were talking about Mm -hmm. in that story. It was. But he made his point. He made his point. I wish he'd call in more. I do too. I'd like to have lunch and spend time with Arlen. But oh yeah. that, was, that wasn't exactly what the story Apples was. Apples and oranges there, right. but that's but fine. It was a, but it's fine. Hey, he made his point about a situation he got into, and he thought this story would prompt it. Yeah. It was uh, – and, and it did. <laughs> it's like a guy this morning. Right. Remember There's been a lot about, of them today. Talk about the transfer, and he, wanted, he was mad because somebody told his kid he was too short to play by yep. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> so he thought the transfer portal, portal would give him enough platform to, carry, <laughs> yeah, to, to come in. And, 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 and that you actually about. happened. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> Couldn't go anywhere. Well, this is what I've been waiting on. I'm calling in now about my kid being told he's too short. <laughs> what are y'all talking about, transfer portal? Well, well I understand. somebody that. told my kid he was too short. <laughs> You know exactly how it happened. How about about this? Did he transfer? Did he get in the portal? I mean, what happened? There's a lot of, you know, on that topic, there's a lot of people can tell you a lot of things and you have no control over it, but you have control of one thing, and that's when you quit. Mm -hmm. And, And that is the thing you have control over. That's right. And, uh, and you have to, you have to weigh all that out and, and see what happens. And uh, so we'll we'll see where he lands. It'll be an interesting story, but you're right. He's in a situation he's got to either get an appeal or, or go down a division and, uh, and or, see which or one he's city or out. Well, that's what I mean. That would Without count a red shirt, so he would lose his sophomore year and come back as a junior. Does he get rid of a sophomore year to go somewhere in Division One? Does he go for an appeal and get it and stay in Division One? Which they'll give him out. Or does he go to one AA or Division Two and play immediately? Hmm. I think you go for the appeal, and if, if it's not granted, it. then you go one AA. Yeah, yeah, probably. If it is, you you play. Yeah. yeah. 
What about the sit out till you play one Division One next year? I, I don't know. I think he's I think he's changing or because he's tired of sitting. I don't think he won't sit anymore. That's true. That's and true. if you're good enough, if you're good enough, they'll find you. Absolutely. At one AA Division Two, wherever. I mean, look at Wentz. Okay. I mean, they found him. One AA. Oh yeah. Top of the hour. Eight six six. We be big. And his last year, he only played one game, and that was the national championship. Yeah, right? it was a good one. <laughs> yeah, because he, he got hurt early in the season. Yeah, bro. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.